Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. On iTunes for when people I get will live on a Friday edition of The Middle. We welcome you in. Phillyvoice.com slash The Middle. And Sports Map Radio will be joined by them coming up in six minutes. We had pretty big night last night, eventful night. In the NHL, specifically with our Philadelphia Flyers, we have a couple of cool things going on today. Just so you know, we have a really cool story in the NFL where you probably don't even know about this guy who played and had a great story attached to him. And now the venture that he's on that is right up our alley in sports and sports betting. And speaking of sports betting, huge announcement yesterday for our guys air people over at Book It Sports. So Jeff Parles is going to join us somewhere in the second hour and come on and talk all about everything that happened there. But we should probably begin with the Philadelphia Flyers' gigantic win last night after the worst a minute and 11 seconds that you probably <laughs> see all season. I was posting I was posting the job Aton to do Flyers post game last night on on <laughs> job boards. Like I was on Monster like anybody want the Flyers post game host job. <laughs> Quick I mean, interview right now. You got it for tonight. Go ahead. Uh, I, I look at I, I wanted to change but I said you know what I'm just going to give it a shot, man. I'm going to give it a chance. Philadelphia sports are back and they're starting to be um a little eventful, but we pull it out now. You know, mm-hmm. not like past years where we just used to get beaten to start and they just give up. Now they're starting to come back and, and, and prove that they're worthy enough to be exalted as being one of the better sports cities in the world again. Yeah. It, it's a hard night. Like, kind of, I'm a little like gruff today because it's a hard night to fall asleep after. Oh, my goodness. Not right? to mention what happened with. Ed with uh, Columbus getting yeah. a victory and Edmonton was another one or the peg part of me that we that anybody who bet we went six and one collectively as a show last night and that's yeah, a good night I, I mean think about it like <laughs> good night I I was exact same way it, it, and I know where you're gonna go so I'll let you you say it but last night felt like if your favorite show you know I used to watch Justified on the same night as like two other shows that I watched. And I'd always save justified at the end because it was, it was like, I I knew I'd be up anyway. And I was like, all right, if I'm going to be up, I'm going to be up. Like I'd watch It's your favorite show where you're done watching it and you can't fall asleep. You probably were up to like 3am last night. Yeah. It's always a late night for those night games for, for me. Cause I got to, you know, do the post game show. Then I got to do the whole podcast and get that all posted and everything. So when people wake up for their or commute in the morning, it's in their, you know, it's in their queue and their iTunes, whatever. Uh, but no, I mean, it, look, the, the beginning of the game, they clearly weren't ready to play. Um, it, Not I at just, all. Yeah. I mean, it looked like Elaine Vino when I got the lines, cause I have a, a feed right to the arena to see warmups. And that's how we know, find out who's on the lines together by line rushes and warm up. And when we're looking at it and none of the beat writers are there, I looked at like, what is going on here? 
Nolan Patrick's back off the wing. He's the fourth-line center. Giroux, not on the wing. He's the third-line center. But Lawton's playing wing on the second line. Giroux's playing with technically an unskilled player in Nick Alvey-Cubell and, and Oscar Lindblom. And it's like, what is going on with these lines, right? It looked like he threw them in a blender. Yeah. And then, lo and behold, that line of Oscar Lindblom and Nick Alvey-Cubell and Claude Giroux scored two goals, including the game winner. <laughs> Right, right, and they insisted on it. You know, it's like, oh man. Well, what what makes a coach do that? What makes a GM do that? Well, he they lost Farabee. Well, Farabee. He on, yeah, he mm-hmm. went on protocol, so that yeah. changed everything right there. He's the that, best winger this year. Right, yeah. right. I mean, yeah, he's got ten goals. I mean, he's off the charts. A point a game per player in nineteen. Couple hat tricks in games also. So yeah, I mean, he's great. And then so he's got to make some changes, and and the changes he made. You know, a coach has a feel. A lot of times uh-huh. we don't have a feel. Look, and we like we can criticize him because he'll make a change sometimes, and it won't work. But he didn't make it with no knowledge that it could work because he saw it in practice. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I find it a lot. You know, I find it a lot at the next level also in, uh, in the NFL. You have a guy that's out of the blue be starting. I'm like, why would they put in this guy? Like like the first game of the season with the Eagles. Yeah. Herbig, Nate Herbig starting. I'm like, come yeah. on now. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And lo and behold, I see why. I mean, the other guys were the worst guards ever seen in my life. So they had to start him. See the other option, right? Right, yo, and, and well, starting a rookie left tackle. Like, there's no way that they should be, you know, lining these guys up. Yeah. And well, then all of a sudden, certain. from out of the blue, it gets crushed. I mean, yeah. this was really difficult, and and you saw that. I mean, you had two big pieces of information that came down 90 minutes before the puck officially dropped. Right. Yeah. And that's Farabee is out, and Crosby is in. Yeah. Right. And the that, combo platter. Right. And, <laughs> Look, I mean, think about it. There is nothing more. There, there is nothing else you could point to because it, we talked about this extensively yesterday. Every single metric, every single data, every single piece of like playing, everything at, at all that that you had is down. Is saying the Flyers going to win this game if it's a route or if it's by one or if it's a comeback, whatever it is. It, it, but nothing said they're going to be down three nothing a minute and eleven. Uh, well, it was three fifty-seven in, yeah. That's and it was, like a minute and eleven stretch of three goals. Yeah, that Latang goal being the worst of them because I still don't think Sanheim touched that puck. Yeah, I don't either. Thank you. <laughs> Which makes the goal even worse. Right. I'll look. I'll, I'll bring the. I'll see if I can get the close up on it. Now on the Sports Map Radio Network, presented by Rocket Mortgage, home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. Hey, Ron, we're here, Ron. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, we are live and local in Philadelphia. PhillyVoice.com/slash the middle. I didn't even send Harry Mays the invite. I don't think today. Well, Jeff. why would you? Why would you? Right. Well, I mean, you should be playing with yourself. About it, yeah, about whether or not Harry will make a call in today. He's still on vacation. Barrett is the one who won a lot of people money. <laughs> no, no, he will not. No, there's no way that he does. No, I mean, no chance. What's about Harry? You know, when when he's off, he's off. I mean, yeah. you know, he's shutting it down. He he's he's probably left his cell phone um, in his house. It's probably not even charged right now. He hasn't charged it. He and the wife is just running around. That's the extent of what we're going to get from him. You, I mean, minus 3,300 on a text. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, minus 5,500 no for him to call in today. And yeah. No, no, no question. He, here's the thing. Like, text, he wouldn't even turn the camera off and just do audio only. 
Anything no. along those lines. Not no, no chance. No. No. He, hasn't, he hasn't even texted us back. We're and, and I I think I'm his friend. I mean, I know you guys are friends with him. He hasn't even texted us back. No. I'm telling you right now, if you call his out. phone, it'll go it'll go straight to voicemail yeah. because that phone is in his suitcase and it has not been on. Yeah. It has not been on the entire time yeah. he's been there. Can the I only way that phone goes on is if he's looking for directions to the next golf course. <laughs> That's right. it. Right. That's totally it. <laughs> Walt, By the way, Barrett, you had to be so happy with uh, last night with Moose after it wasn't on him, those goals, right? Yeah. What are you talking That Latang goal was definitely the, well, on him. Well, the, the no, Latang goal, that was. Dumb. But I, 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 no, I, I was, I was sweating for a minute there because yeah. I had just hyped him up. And then all of a sudden, he came back with a vengeance. He, he, was, hard to do. he was all right. Oh, come on, man. He made some huge saves yeah, in the look, second and third okay, period. But, but, uh, first off, the rebound goal, and, and I know I'm talking to a goalie here, and I, I made sure I knew I was talking. That rebound, go back. He was set. I'm bringing he, it up right now. He was set. He he was able to get the first save, the deflection for the rebound that eventually was the goal. He was set. He was able to come back in and set his skates. He was not totally rolling off of momentum. That, I think, takes a lot of uh, culpability away from other people and puts it back on him. And Sanheim did not touch that puck. All right, I'm bringing it up right now. Right, we're back in three. <laughs> three. Are we, are we connected? What's going on here? I didn't hear the music or anything. Come on, man. Look, you could say got the tangle up after, now. but two of those goals and and look, Walter Gretzky. Oh not- no, the, the the first one is is not Sanheim. It's Malking comes in, and he, I don't think he gets it. But that's a difficult save with a guy coming across. I'm gonna bring it back again. First goal. Yeah, the first, first goal. goal. He th- yeah, yeah, somebody somebody knocks it down. It's either Malkin or the D man. You can't the tell. First goal, right? Then yeah. You look at then you look at the other two in which it's a rebound. Yeah, the Friedman goal is the rebound. And and he was set. Before. That's not a rebound, though. That's um, Giroux bats it with his glove. Okay, deflection. Right. He bats it out. It goes right exactly. to Friedman. But but the point of it is that. Two on one point, shot. Elliot Giroux knocks safe. it back. Yeah, the, the thing that made that hard, Aton, is actually that the puck never laid flat. It's a rolling puck, so you have no idea where it's going. But you're right. He got square. He could have made that save. It went through okay. him. Okay. Now, the Jared he, he McCann goal. Play. Come on. The, the third goal, McCann gets behind Gostaspare and just did what a diving goal that was. It hit off the shaft of his stick and went up, hit the crossbar and went in. Crazy. I'm telling you what, man. You, man I, nobody got a You think somebody got a piece of that? No, Jared McCann did. He dove and, and hit it with his shaft of his stick for the third goal. No, I'm saying the. Yeah, the, the first one got knocked down somehow. It was either Sandheim stick or Malkin who's coming across. Maybe Malkin? Yeah, he cuts across his line of vision. I was on last night watching that thing, and and we even had it. Like I went back and forth on it on the YouTube TV. I, I do not think, based on the trajectory of the puck, that Sanheim touched it at all. Um, you know, it goes and it gets knocked down. That's for sure. You sh- hold on. You, you want to see the video? Can I share yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, send it to me, and I'll put it up here. I can just share my screen. Uh, the audio won't. I don't think the audio will. You play. don't need the audio, do you? No, just no. look at it. Can you see my? Can you see no, this? That's, that's what I mean. Nope. It has to be originated through me. Okay. All right. I'll, <laughs> I'll see if I can clip it. So you want the first goal? Uh, the one that we are. Latang. Yes, the the Latang goal. Correct. Right. Where he dumps it. He dumps it. Okay. 
Hey man, oh, every time care. I watch, every time I watch a game with with Couturier, man, I, I'm just amazed at how good he is, bro. I mean, he's he, a he's a good player. player, man. I mean, I think he's the best on the team right now. Yeah, he's you know, an elite you know, player. Yeah, he's got an eight game point streak, career oh, high. Wow. Yeah, he's he's really good. Like, the, the captain, he's he's. He showed a little something yesterday, also, man. Oh, he grabbed him by the balls, didn't he? <laughs> he grabbed that game right by the right by the nutsack. And that's took his it job, over. though. That's what you do. Yeah, that's what you, exactly. That's what you it. do. All right, here we go. And he gets no appreciation. None. Well, it'll cost less by booking on besthotelrates.com. Hey, are we behind? Besthotelrates.com works with all the top hotels in the country. Hello, hello. Bring you great hotels. No, my bad. Okay. For the best prices. Why wait? Go to best hotel. Is it going to be one of those days? I'm ready though. You know what? I'm ready. Friday. You're always ready. <laughs> hey, uh, what's his, what's his, what's this kid's name? Isaiah. What? He went about things the right way. Just you know, just to start that off, a little teaser uh, for 1140. There we go. All right, let me clip this and send it to you. Okay. This is the middle. On the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. We're not. Live from Damn, the O'Reilly Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. We have the NBA All-Star Weekend. Odds are already out here. And I've got three plays for you before we get out of here. I'll, I'll, I'll give them Jay's here for the first hour. I'll give him before we he gets out of here so he can jump in on this as well. Six and one last night overall on the show. You gave hey. Right, you gave yep. out five picks. Yeah, I gave out three. You were five and zero. Oh. I was two. Good night. My stupid Pistons love got me wrapped up. I was blinded. I should have known coming off that win the night before. But Michigan, of course, they were going to hit on the money line, and then Oklahoma State. That was a really good basket. If anybody watched that Baylor Oklahoma State game, Baylor, I, I tell you, Baylor's beatable. I know. I say this after two wins. West Virginia in overtime and Oklahoma State that pushed them. Baylor's beatable. Uh, honestly, Gonzaga's beatable. I, I think this whole idea of there's only two teams, there's only two teams, I think that's a little overblown. Honestly, I do. Big Ten. You think they can go on a run, huh? Well, here's the thing. Villanova, I actually think that Colin Gillespie being out for Nova, right? We didn't really talk about that much yesterday, but Nova loses their top player, their senior in Colin Gillespie. And that's it. Their season's over. I think that actually opens some things up for another team or two. I think it actually opens up the field a little bit. And look, it takes away another team that Michigan or fill in the blank is going to have West Virginia, maybe if they keep winning, like one of these teams, Illinois, depending on who is in that second to third seed range that will have to fight in the sweet 16. It's one less tough team that you'd have to fight in order to take on a top team. Gotcha. That's well, I mean, I think, it, I think it's open. Yeah, it is open. I, I, I'm, I'm looking at it like this. You know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a lot less parity than I've seen in, 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 you know, college basketball in a while. But they're not the number one teams we're used to seeing in there, and, and you know, atop the, the, um, the leaderboard right now. I mean, there's no way, there's no way that I would have thought that Kentucky, Carolina, and Duke would not be in the conversation. But I don't know, man. This this year with COVID and everything else is you know, everything is 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 wacko right now. Well Duke's had a down I I don't want to blame I don't want to absolve Coach K on this one. Right. He's, 
he's had a bad year. Uh, you're right, though. It's cyclical. And every now and again, you get a, a year in which some teams struggle. This year, it's it's so it's so many of the familiar faces that are gone. I mean, think about it. Like, if you were to apply it in – we're talking about the Flyers starting the show and that huge win last night for the Flyers. What would be the most – like the Patriots, for example. Man, Patriots haven't made the playoffs in two years. Or any team that LeBron is on not making the finals – it's it's got that feel to it. I, who would be the the equivalent of the hockey team that's not deep into the playoffs every year or into the cup? I mean, would you Tampa now? Would you say maybe? Yeah. Vegas? <clears throat> well, Toronto those? hasn't gotten yeah, past Toronto. the first round, right? That's a team. So, so yeah. That's it. I mean, to Barrett's point, I think it's like parody or not. It, it the first thing that a lot of people are realizing is that it's not the typical teams that you're used to trying to say, oh, no, they Absolutely. got it. They got it. Yeah, when did yeah. Tampa Bay become just a, a sports mecca? When I thought that's when right. people go to die. You know what I'm saying? You know, everybody <laughs> goes down there to retire. And now look at them. You know, the, the three of the best sports teams in the league. It's nuts. It's bananas. You're right. And you go, Tampa, like, what's going right. on down there? I mean, it's right. Tampa. I, I need to go down there and drink the water, you know, something, <laughs> man. Because, I mean, you know, Super Bowl, I mean, you. in the World Series, this, you know, that, that area is like a breed. I guess you want to go down because the no taxes. I mean, that, that'll make an inviting place for any athlete to go down there where you don't have to pay the taxes you play. And even here with the city wage tax in Philadelphia, mm. a lot of a lot of players are starting to look at that as, as something serious as far as them going and signing with teams. Like you'll see this West uh, as far as with football, they're going to get a lot worse because t- players just don't want to go there. They're tired of getting taxed out the yin yang. You know, yep. they get, it's, it, it crushes you. It's an absolute advantage in salary cap leagues. There's no question about that. No hey, I take 10 million in San Francisco. I net six and a half. I, I take 10 million down in Tampa. I'm netting 10 with my agent fees coming out. No question, you know, and and it's bad because you know in in the NFL people don't understand that when you play in places like Texas, you have to pay their tax rate there because they feel as though you make one eighth of your income, so you have to pay the same taxes as people that live there in that state. Yeah. So when we file our tax returns, it's it's crushing to see how bad it is to play in California as opposed to seeing what what's going on in Dallas or when you play Tampa Bay or Miami. I mean, it's just totally different what you get paid. As opposed to when you get now, even here in Philadelphia, that city wage tax is a mother when you're uh when you know when you when you're getting everything taken out like that. I mean, it's crazy, you know. It's a crazy perspective as you when you have to file eight tax no nine tax returns because yeah. of two away games nine tax returns. I, I think that's bogus, man. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, like, man. absolutely, absolutely. You know, I mean, look you're at there the, for a, you're there for three hours working. Right. Come on, LeBron, Lakers got Anthony Davis. You know, the Clippers got Kawhi. Yeah, but look at the money they got. I mean, well, that's what I'm saying, though, is that if if you're the talking plan about next level money, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. If the le- if the plan is there, that that's all I care about. In the NBA, I don't care about a guy making three million dollars a year because he ain't helping my team. If I'm relying on a guy making three million dollars on a year to win a game, that my team ain't winning games or at least championships. Right, it's right. big money play. So to to the point, and it's not refuting. I'm just saying. Yes, I think to a level, it's like, damn, if somebody like it could be the difference of Danny Green or somebody like that coming here or not. Okay, I'm I'm willing to make, but I still feel like if you have a plan, if you have like Houston, 
Think about what Houston, the Rockets specifically lost. They have a destination because of the tax scenario that you laid out, Barrett, but they screwed it all up with James Harden. They couldn't make it work. They're a destination for a tax haven like that. On right. the flip side, look at L.A. L.A. is the lat from a tax standpoint, especially if you're making big money. It's the last place you want to live in this country because you're going to get taxed out the ass in that scenario. Yet they've got the biggest and best big name money making guys in the NBA because of the plan. It's like, and hey, that's what it is. Right. The plan is better. I, I, yes. you know, I, my wife has a good friend of hers that lives in, in, um, in L.A. And to get I mean, it's not even it's not even a huge. I mean, it might be it might be eleven hundred square foot house. And she is paying like six hundred thousand dollars for this house. I mean, it's not even. Uh, it's not. It's only eleven hundred square feet, and that's. I mean, that's crazy to, to you know to pay that amount of money for something here, or or, or you know, place like Ohio would probably cost you like one hundred twenty thousand dollars. That's yeah. how bad it is. You know, if you want to stay in a place that's decent. So as an athlete, you're like, uh, I'm not going to do that. No, that's all right. In the NHL, when players have an eight team no move clause seven of the teams are in canada because of the exchange rate wow that is crazy <laughs> that, that almost is that, crazy. That, that's what the players they'll have seven of those teams because they don't want to play north of the border because they get so much you know it's 74 cents to the dollar yep wow hey man, I a lot of a lot of dough yeah, that is a lot of dough. When, um, IP, when we were both, this is when Jason and I were both at that place and they were technically in bala yeah, and then on the other side of the street. Right, on the other side of the street, there's this big street, for those of you who don't know, City Ave, which separates Philadelphia from the suburbs in Montgomery yeah. County. And it's a street, and you can be on one side of the street in Philadelphia shopping at Target, and you can be on the other side of the street in Montgomery County in the suburbs eating at Larry Brown's Steakhouse, and it's yeah. split right down the middle. And I remember there was a huge argument and uh, Angelo, or at least I was told he and others were sticking up and saying, no, no, you can't, you can't. You know, there are a bunch of guys here that are going to get screwed off the wage tax. And and that's what it was, where, where people were making so little as is. And then the difference of working just in a county versus downtown in Philadelphia. And I'm sure it's like that magnified millions and millions times over when you're making big money in sports. Yeah, like six ABC is on this on the side of the street for city wage tax. NBC ten is on the other side of the street. Yeah, and so those, those people aren't paying that six percent. Yeah. Well, how about this? How about yeah. this? Um, you know, when you file your tax return now, I had to go in and see each individual day that I worked inside the office with this COVID protocol, and I didn't have to pay the city wage tax because I worked from my home. So I'll oh. get a nice little bunch of money back. I get a nice little penny back because I, you know, I didn't work that much. I mean, I would, you know, I. Basically, it's two or three days a week during the season. But the off season, I mean, I I didn't go to the office. I do everything at home. Yeah. So why so, pay the tax if you're not working there? Exactly. Absolutely. So how do you, you don't pay a city wage tax then? So that's I'm looking forward to that. April 15th. This will be the first time in a long time that I'm looking forward to April 15th. Yeah. <laughs> you know, wow. in a very long time. Uh, you sent me that video here. So I'm pulling yeah. this up. We'll we'll do this. We'll take a quick one here and come back, stretch a little bit. Jeff Parles is going to join us in the second hour. We'll tell you about this cool story coming up, not only from a perseverance storyline, and Barrett has come from a lot to, or come from technically a little to get to a lot, and, and he definitely can define, help define what perseverance is and making it coming from areas that are not designed for you to make it out of. And no question. 
Yep. Our, our guest at 1140 is doing something really cool right now. I'll tell you all about him coming up. Really cool right now and also played in the NFL like Barrett. A nice storyline that attaches his climb. And in the break now, we're going to look at this video, determine whether or not it was touched. The puck was touched. At Shander Show, at Jason Mert, at B. Brooks, 72 NBCS. It is the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, and Sports Map Radio. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Oh, man. Isaiah Kazavinsky, man. Uh, man, this guy, man. He did it the right way. I went about it the wrong way, the hard way. Right, let's see. Let's see. I mean, come on. Look at just look at that, though. He doesn't. He's like that's not even. I mean, wait, wait, wait. Just hold, like hold on till you pass. see the slow motion replay. That's like a borderline two, pass. That's a dumb dude. Dude, right there's there. two guys that kill his line of vision. Let it play yeah, through. Yeah. You'll see the slow mo. Sanheim. Do you think Sanheim was in his way though? Yeah, absolutely. It's that's this equates to a layered screen, which is one of the hardest saves in hockey. Just keep letting it play. Watch, you'll see two right. other angles. You, but guys do this a lot too, and, and it, it's difficult. Though that's how you have to score. You have to you have to take goalies' eyes away and mm-hmm. to be able to track pucks. Yeah, usually off like a slapper. <clears throat> Most goals are scored off a snapshot. This wasn't even that though. That's my point. No, like, no, but it's not. It's not about the power of the shot. There, he, he didn't overpower him. Watch. But, here you go. Okay, watch. Puck comes in. Boom! Uh, knocked uh, down. Okay, Yep. Look, he's got blocker high. Sanheim Where's the puck go? Touch it though. Okay. Let's no, look Sanheim it. killed his line of vision a little bit right there. Uh, cuts him off, but Malkin knocks it down. See how it knocks down? It's fluttering. He knocks it down under the blocker. Man, look, you that's get a tip redirect that a lot, and they don't score. That's that's Dude, redirect. They, that's no, redirect. Okay, but I'm not. I'm not arguing that a redirect. And redirects don't happen all the time. That type of redirect, that type of goal. No, that's a hard, that's an impossible save. You're tracking that from that far out. What's that? You don't see guys doing that a lot. Because it's hard to do. There's only, there's not many guys that are good at knocking pucks down like that. Like Van Riemsdyk's great at it. Pavelski, great at it. Malkin, usually not, but that was a great job there to get in that front and get the stick on it to knock it down. You can tell by where his blocker is. He's tracking it to his blocker, then it gets knocked down underneath it. Right. Very so difficult. That's, 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 it's, it's hard enough watching that puck, anyways. But, but the yeah, speed, look, right two there, people boom. in front of you. Yeah. Okay. The speed Damn. of the puck and the low percentage chance of that going in based on how often that attempts makes it a bad goal, in my opinion. And I, I no. could be flat wrong. I could be you flat are. wrong. That's fine. But- that would be considered right there because of the redirect. <laughs> The hardest, the most goals are scored on rebounds, redirects. Yes, not straight line shots. The speed of the shot doesn't matter. They're all fast. It matters when it's lofted up there like that. That was still not lofted. That's still going eighty miles an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, those guys can shoot a snapshot eighty-five miles an hour. It's insane. Lining doesn't even need to wind up, and it's ninety-five. And Harry Mays breathe. 
He breathed on that puck barely. Chris he changed the he changed the direction of the puck. Oh, you can tell by the puck it, when it when yeah. it started wiggling. Yeah, and it you went know, down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so I get it. Like when you see a lot of highlights of a shot that gets blasted or a quick pass that has inertia and and movement behind it, where you're trying to clear something or send something across the zone up in the air, mind you, mm-hmm. that somebody could knock down. This was a dump. I mean, it, it, Chris Letang dumped it at, the, and it just happened to be. At I wouldn't the call it a dump. I'd call it a throw. He threw it at the net. Throw. A throw, and he's got a layered screen because Sandheim is up high, and then he's got Malkin coming across, and Malkin gets the shaft of his stick on it and knocks it down. A goalie can't track the puck, and and with the knowledge knowing he's going to get a piece of it and track it lower with his blocker. Because if he doesn't get a piece of it, which is more likely, it goes high and goes over his blocker. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's, you, you, you're trying to see through somebody, and then when it's there, yeah. I, mean, it, I mean, it's a great assist. Yeah, great assist. Yeah, it, ha- it all happens really quick. And a redirect puck. As a goalie, what you're saying when, when a guy scores like that, good good redirect. <laughs> you know? <laughs> not not with that. I, see, here's the thing. I, I will not apply your – broad interpretation of it which is accurate to this specific example that's well, where most that's where I disconnect but, with you but you gotta understand I most redirect goals are not coming off a slap shot I airborne are airborne redirects i agree with coming that. off well, a, a snapshot or a wrist shot right or or a wrister that can be looked at as an up air pass towards the net like if you're throw, like mm-hmm. you said throwing the puck at the net, even if it's not at the goalie, in front of the goalie to be redirected, something along yep. those lines. This looked like a quick Latang didn't even have that motion of a throw, just a quick dump. Look, I, no, I, but that, that's what they say though, when you got to get pucks to the net and you got to get people to the net. And that's a prime example. He sees Malkin going, he knows I get the puck to the net, I got a chance to score because Malkin's there for a redirect or rebound. And he shot a blocker side. So we always say shoot with a purpose. Right. Don't shoot to the glove in that situation. No, the no, boy's no, just going to catch it and look, it plays over. You shoot blocker side. Right. Yeah, you shoot blocker side or low. That way he can't control it. You get a rebound or a redirect. So that's that's called shooting with a purpose. Yeah, I, I can't take anything away from Latang. He did it right. That's why yeah, they both know. did a great job by Malkin to, to get their net front and redirect it down. That's why I think it's so incredible how hockey players can play the game. And not only are they on, on skates. But just, you know, that next level of knowledge of knowing, you know, what side a guy is playing from, you know, what, what side's the blocking side. I mean, I, I'm thinking it just goes instantaneously and it's just, you know, something that, all right, you know, it's by chance, by yeah. luck. But a lot of that stuff is great, great skill. And I didn't realize that until I really got interested when I got here to Philadelphia. Yeah, you know, if, you're, if you're coming down the wing and you're not going to score if you're at like the hash marks on the wall. You're throwing that puck far pad low because you know you got another guy driving the net down the left side, and that puck is going to redirect right to him. And he's going to bang it home in the empty net. That's puck. That's called a pop puck on pad, yeah. right? And these guys they're so good that they're incredible, and they play with a purpose. You know, they're everything is done for a reason. So, and like a lot of people get really angry when they see all the passing, like on a power play, and the team's passing it. Why aren't they shooting? Well, they're not shooting from that spot because that's not a spot really where you're going to score. Right, you right. have to get the goalie moving laterally in today's game. So mm-hmm. that that puck where it comes into the middle, to the left, and then to the right, you got to try that, and it doesn't work. And they go, "Well, that guy should have just shot it." No, he's not going to score from there. 
Right. You're trying right. to score. You're not trying to get shots. You don't get anything for getting shots. He's ready for that play. He's ready. If he's, he's there ready. and he's square, he's stopping it. Right. right. <laughs> so you got to get him moving. You got to get him stretched out. You got to cross the slot line, which is a, an imaginary line from the middle of the net to the blue line. You got to open them up. And that's the only way to do it by moving the puck laterally. It's, it's no longer a north south game, it's an east west game in the offensive zone. Wow. You guys ever been to McAllen, Edinburgh, Mission? <clears throat> no. How far is that from Houston, Ron Culver? McAllen, Edinburgh, Mission, Texas area. Never even heard of it. All right. It is the, by a slim margin, but according to wallethub.com, it is the fattest city in America. Wow. By a slim margin, beating out <laughs> Memphis. Pardon the pun. <laughs> beating, yes. Beating out Memphis. It ain't that they they rank scores one out of a hundred. McAllen, Edinburgh, Mission, Texas is eighty four point seven three. Memphis is eighty four point one. If you've ever been to Memphis, you know how good the food is out there, and how quick and easy it would be to put on pounds. You're a great big fat person. Nash, I was in Nashville for two and a half years, and it took everything possible for me. I had to work out twice a day because fat people there. Uh, no, it, it's not uh, like that so much as it's just the food. Like Barrett, you know, man, being from the South, where ever it's like butter has butter in it. Yeah, every, butter is real butter. I mean, but it has yeah. butter in it, which right? I didn't think was possible. Real people butter. order butter for lunch. Can I have butter with a side of butter, please? It's, it's a, and, and the food tastes unlike anything. They call it comfort food now. That's like a new term in the last ten years or so to make you feel better about eating crap. But it's the they use real thing. lard, everything like that. Yes, real lard. Yes. You real know, sugar, I, all right. that stuff. <laughs> real big fat person. Right, right, right. <laughs> Buffalo I mean, Bill would love it the, down there. Yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, it, the food that they have, man, in, in, in Memphis, man, especially on the Strip, you know, I mean, it's, you know, it, the barbecue is amazing. Um, you know, Potatoes. just everything. Oh, oh. Uh, warm uh, bread. Like, you have to seek out. You know, you go to a salad. It's like, all right, what do you want on salad? <laughs> You go. You go to a. Get salad with it. Can I have a, a Cobb salad with what kind of dressing? Would you like butter? Yeah, yeah. There's, There's no such thing as Wegmans. There yeah. was a, there was a Bennigan's down there in Nashville that would take a turkey Reuben and deep fry it for you. Yeah. So what? they would take a dirt a turkey Reuben. They would make the turkey Reuben on the rye and everything like that. And then once it's made, they would splatter it all over with. Um, they dip it in a deep fat fryer, exactly, and then they would deep it in, dip it in the fryer, and you would come out with a cake of crust around come your. Come on, sandwich, man! And that's how you would eat it. Stop three, it! Stop three thousand calories. Stop it! Yeah, and this. I mean, you know, go ahead, Barrett. Sorry. No, oh, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say this is back when I worked in Nashville. Lived in Nashville. This is back in 08, back when they had the Olympics. And Michael Phelps was this huge deal about smoking weed and eating McDonald's, but swimming like 50 laps, you know, in an hour or whatever it may be. So everybody was all on this calorie thing. Like, well, you know, I could eat that as long as I work out like Michael Phelps. Like, you know, all right. Yeah, okay. right. You can't right. burn calories like that furnace. Right, right, right. I mean, he has to do that just to maintain him yep. to stay alive. You know what I mean? His probably his his, uh, you know, he has to do stuff like that just to keep it going. Um, I can remember, you know, I was doing the Red River Classic, or they, it used to be the Red Rifle Club, but Red River Classic, I think, with Oklahoma and Nebraska, I mean, oh, uh, yeah, Oklahoma yeah. and Texas. Shootout, o right? O yeah, yeah. So I go there, and uh, they got the World Fair down there. 
and I go and everything you can imagine is fried at this fair. Everything. Oreos. Oreos. Oh, yeah. That used to be taboo. Right. Now it's like right now it's like the first thing you see. Well, you have to go into the back area to get the real stuff. Right. Deep frog fried left. Did you ever, did you ever have the deep fried uh Twinkie? Yes. Yes, I have. They have fried ice cream. How the yeah. heck do you yeah. fry ice cream? Yeah. Fried yeah. ice cream. It's bananas, man. Well, fried about- bananas also. Yeah. <laughs> They, they can make a banana fat food. <laughs> right. What's the craziest thing that you've ever had deep fried? Craziest that, thing ever. That you thought to yourself before, or maybe even thought to yourself as you're eating it, there's no way I could even have thought this could be deep fried. And here I am eating a fill-in-the-blank deep fried thing. I, I mean, the Oreo, I think I'll take the Oreo out of the obvious one. Fried butter, Eric Hirayak says. Fried Snickers. Jeez. Wow. Fried Snickers oh, I've had be before. Good. They have, that, uh, they have that on the boardwalk. Wow. Yeah, Rocky Mountain oysters are fried. Those are really good. Oysters, fried oysters are insane. Bro, they're no, Rocky, hold, hold on, hold on now, hold on now. You eat Rocky Mountain oysters. You got that, bro. You yeah. got that. that that's, you. Why, I'm, <laughs> I'm not picking off your plate. <laughs> I'm talking about real oysters. What are these? Rocky Mountain oysters. Bro, listen, Rocky Mountain. What kind of ocean is in the Rocky oh, Mountain? Oh, all right. I, I missed that. <laughs> huh. I'm doing Rocky Mountain oysters no, are, not those. are bull yeah, nuts. Yeah. No, I mean real oysters. <laughs> Sorry. I thought that was the phrase of like yeah. something that comes off the coast of. I'm not eating bull, bull balls. <laughs> That's what happens when you have to run the stream. You have to run the show. You have to do everything else like that. Bro, the first Never. time I heard about it, man, I was in Detroit. <laughs> The, 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 middle. the middle. It's you called know, the Gonza Fort Peninsula Park. Looks nice. It's a nice green space. Yeah. Right, right, right. Just looks like, you know, what, what's um, what's the the park in, in the middle of New York? Central, Central park? park? Central Park, yeah. yeah. Central Park, yeah. <laughs> most famous park in the world. Right. <laughs> it's probably the most famous green space on the planet. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. 
we lost Jason. Yeah, it looks like it. Oh, my mom okay, said, uh, Isaiah. Hey, guys, how you doing? Isaiah, what's going on, man? Good to see you guys. Thanks for having me on. You got no it. Question, no Shander, Jason Martinez is down there in the bottom, and that's Barrett Brooks, another former NFL player like yourself. That, that's great. Great to meet all of you. So it's Aton, Jason, Barrett, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Kaczynski, correct? Oh, you nailed it. That's pretty impressive. Well, your your crew made sure that I had a video and everything else and highlights and also, but I just they were very thorough in how they wanted you to be presented. Put it like we're that. However you want. We're back down the network. Here we go. Yeah, I, I was doing the rundown of the list. I was like, Jesus, they, they think it's real, real homework here. Good stuff. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, as promised, we have a special guest with a bunch of different cool things to talk about from his own amazing story, making amazing. the NFL, as Barrett can attest how difficult that is, to what he's currently doing now with Jock Market and more Will Ventures. That's Isaiah Kazavinsky. You can follow Isaiah on Twitter at Isaiah Kaz, K-A-Z, co-founder, runs the show at Will Ventures Sports Innovation Lab and mentioned, of course, eight years in the National Football League from jock market to beyond. Isaiah, we welcome you and appreciate your time. And thank you, sir. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. And I'm excited to talk Will Ventures and, and ultimately jock market here. Well, let's let's do that because I know Barrett and you, this this whole interview is going to be derailed <laughs> NFL stories. Yeah, remember him and this coach here. And so let's let's talk about let's get to that point, though. Let's talk about your story. Let's talk about you yourself, what you overcame, all of the obstacles uh, and hurdles that you had to overcome in your own personal life to make it to Harvard, to make it to the National Football League. No, yeah, no, thanks. Uh, yeah, I grew up in, in poverty, was was homeless for parts of my childhood. I uh, grew up in upstate New York and I uh, realized at just a super young age that sports and academics was my way out. And I just knew I didn't want, when I had my family and I grew up, I didn't, I didn't want to raise them like that. And I wanted more for them. And, and just, you know, part of that was just kind of really realizing that, you know, if I wanted to work hard enough, it was going to put me in the best you know, position to, to go on and do, do more. I, I would say never in my wildest dreams would I ever thought like I would have ended up at Harvard. It, you know, for me, I just thought I was a complete misfit. Like I just, yeah, you know, I wasn't a legacy. I wasn't like a super nerd. I, you know, I just didn't think I like, I could see myself there, but it was, it was an amazing place for me. And it really changed how I viewed the world, which is, uh, you know, really taught me how to question everything, just fed this level of curiosity, I think, that I never even kind of even saw in myself and it kind of awakened that across the board. And it really transformed. I always like to say, like, any degree you get is a piece of paper. It doesn't matter. But, you know, kind of that experience there really transformed how I kind of, um, you know, went out and kind of looked at the world as well. But, yeah, you know, as you guys know, Harvard's not a football factory, uh, although we've got it like now, like, you know, Fitz. some stories. Yeah, Fitzy is <laughs> Dude, but like, you know, we've got some really good stories there, but you know, my backup plan is to be a doctor, you know, coming out of there. But you know, ended up, you know, getting drafted by the Seahawks, playing eight years, never a superstar, was just a grinder. Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys know how it is, Barry. You know how it is too, man. Every year, you got to fight, and you got to fight, and you got to trying to make that roster. 
Yeah, you know it. And uh, yeah, that, but I, I love that journey too. You know, Bear, I, I'm sure you'd appreciate this too, which is, yeah, I never let, you know, anyone, even though it's an unbelievably brutal business, it's cutthroat in a lot of ways. Uh, I never let anybody take that feeling of being that, you know, nine-year-old kid that wanted to play uh, so, so damn bad in the NFL. I never let anybody take that away from me. And I think with that, I started to kind of enjoy the process, the, you know, the, the films, the practices, the lifts, everything else. So anyway, yeah, it was kind of, you know, it was there in the NFL too. I was handed a, you know, the first check I ever had in my life. I was, you know, given a signing bonus and, and I decided to really learn everything from the ground up, uh, public markets, private markets, everything I possibly could. And, Really put me on a path to you know start investing 18 years ago in 2003, and I haven't stopped since. Uh, with now Will Ventures uh, institutionally backed fund, and you know a lot more sophisticated. You know from starting out as an angel. That is crazy, man. That's amazing, man. The process in which you went, and, and really, you know, just I mean, there's there's certain things you say, certain phrases that you say that you know really puts things at a, a different level, especially to myself when you say, you know. Um, any degree you get, it's just a piece of paper. You know, I, you know just like you, I have a second uh, uh, level degree. Also, I have a degree in healthcare administration, um, mm. and you know, MBA in that. And and you know, at this point, I'm not using it because I'm using my gift of gab and talking and, <laughs> and doing TV and radio. But you know, it's something I can fall back on. A lot of athletes uh, in our you know in our field didn't have that opportunity. The fact that you went to Harvard number one and was still able to study, you know, it's Harvard. Princeton schools like that, and then you have the military academies, really put you in a different framework of a different framework of how you think about the process. And you said that's another thing you said: enjoy the process because what you do to get to the next level is a lot different than a guy, even like myself, or getting to the next level. And all you had to do to get there, man, that's crazy. No, no, thank you. I appreciate it. And you know, I think one of the things that I realized, even coming out as like an eighteen-year-old kid, I realized that. You know, I wasn't highly recruited across the board, but I figured like myself. Yeah, yeah. And, and you, you know it. If if you work, you kind of I, I kind of put myself almost in a silo, which is like, I don't care where I am. If I work hard enough, someone's gonna find me. In the end, I just want one person to give me a shot. And that's all I wanted all in the end. And so you kind of put yourself, it doesn't matter if I you know, it didn't matter if I was at Alabama, it wouldn't matter, it would it would not have mattered to me. I put myself in kind of a mental state. I'm sure you did pretty much did the same thing, which is yeah, you got nickel and dime the league for a long time, man. I did the same yeah. thing, nickel and dime the league, man. Barrett went you know. to K State, which is yeah, I went to Kansas State when Kansas oh. State wasn't cool. Oh. Yeah, At the time I went there, they were ranked 107 out of 109 Division One schools, and we were so bad we hadn't won a game in five years until I got there, and we won five games. People act like we won the Super Bowl. I'm like, you know, what? I'm, I'm coming from a, the field, know, <laughs> yeah, a straight you know powerhouse in in St. Louis, and then I'm. Yeah. We won a game. I mean, we just beat like East Texas State or something. I'm like, why is everybody jumping around? This is it's terrible. Toward a goalpost. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, barely, they're barely a Division One school, and what is going on? You know, so I understand the process that you went through and everything, yeah. man. And it's, and you know, working during your time when you're in school. I, I was also going to school during the time when I was playing in the NFL, man, and going through the process of learning. You know, instead of investing in the stock market, I, I just invested in my wife. So her to school, let her do all this stuff, man. But at the end of the day, you did what you had to do to 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 really get a lot more knowledge on what you wanted to do in, at the end of this thing. And a lot of people don't know. A lot of people in the NFL don't do that. They can't see past the moment that they're in. But you saw something more as you went along. Yeah, you know what it is, and I'm sure you did the same thing too, which is yeah, I, I paid attention, very, very close attention to 
guys I'd played with that retired and then went on to challenge themselves and didn't. Those who pre prepared for retirement eventually and those who didn't as well. And for me, it was like very much a pattern matching thing. Those guys that challenged themselves, you know, during, you know, as the preparation and kind of post-retirement, those guys that challenged themselves were, you know, were able to find that passion they loved in the game and find it in you know, other areas. Those guys that didn't became almost shells of themselves, right? They became like just kind of like this, this person that kind of was master of the universe and could like do anything became kind of a shell of what that was. Absolutely. Like, I didn't want that to happen. And mm -hmm. it was like almost like a fear of, of that happening, right? right. Uh, doing that and kind yeah. of that level of prep work. And it sounds like you were doing the same thing, which is yep. like you were preparing for that next life because this is, you know, such a short window. Yeah, it's uh, not what NFL stands for. Yeah, exactly. Not for long. Not for long. <laughs> some players play checkers, some play chess. Yep. <laughs> you got to take a couple moves in advance. Hey, as I, I went to Harvard too. I drove right by. I was there for a hockey tournament. Stopped by, and I went to Harvard too. I didn't attend any classes or anything, but I went to Harvard. I was there for a couple minutes. Um, I but, thought I would have the same experience. Yeah. Like, <laughs> By the way, I went for like a mule deer to walk through your backyard. It's a great backdrop. Beautiful uh, shot an, back there. Yeah. Like an elk comes yeah. stumbling by or a moose. Um, but let me ask you, because you were a guy that was investing in your future too, and you were cognizant of it, and you were investing in, in your brain. You're a student at Harvard. You're in the NFL, and you're suffering concussions. How much of, you know, how does that play in going? I, I got to make sure that when I'm out of this game, it doesn't do damage where I can't see my vision through all the way to what you're doing now. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great, uh, this is an entire kind of segment in and of itself, but I think, you know, one of the things that really helped my awareness around that, which is I always had this, this inkling of like, you know, even as a young kid playing in seventh grade, eighth grade of, uh, of thinking of like, it's, it doesn't feel like it's makes sense to keep hitting your head. Yeah. Over, and over and over and kind of repetitive nature around that. Uh, and I remember kind of, you know, as you kind of build up this kind of larger and larger body of work and kind of more practice, et cetera. Yeah. You know, I just kind of automatically, I was always kind of like a science guy, right? Like biology kind of chemistry, all that. And it kind of always kind of brought back to that. One of my roommates in college uh, ended up being a WWE wrestler, which is kind of another crazy story. Like, <laughs> he, he, he was three years in the end. His stage name was Chris Harvard, right? He played like the bad guy that was like the stuck up, like Ivy League, you know, you know guy around this. Long story short, he got his career cut short um, by a concussion and ended up writing a book on concussions and then really being a, a top advocate. Uh, his name is Chris Lewinsky. Around that, this was all happening while I was in the NFL as well experiencing, you know, some, some concussions as well. I played a pretty reckless style. I was a special teams guy I would do the, the, I was a linebacker as well. And he won the starting job my third year. But the reason I stuck around for eight years was willing to do the dirty work for, for eight years around that. And he was all of this kind of what he was going through and writing the book. And then now kind of really, really being a lead advocate uh, for concussion and kind of CTE kind of across the board. This was all happening real time as I was playing as well. So I was very cognizant of that. And this was, you know, still in like 2005, 2006, 2007. Yeah. Uh, so very, very cognizant around that. So that was one of the things that was, you know, uh, front of mind for me of the struggle of like, especially because you love to play the game so much. And I didn't want anybody to take that away from me, but also balancing that with there's a life after football. And I have to, you know, I've got I have two young kids. My kids are 17 and my daughter's about to turn 15 today. So it's like wow. I want to be there for them, be present, be an amazing father. I had a very tough childhood. Provider. With, yeah, exactly. Provider. I want to do, yeah. do all those things. And 
And Barry, I'm sure you've seen that with a lot of you guys, a lot of the guys, no question. Guys, which is they start to now like that, that paradigm shift of, you know, present to what's going to happen in the future. It didn't always exist, even for myself, but, you know, having seen that and having awareness around that, you know, it's a, it's a great question. I, you know, it's definitely, you know, transformed how I thought as well. Isaiah Kazavinsky joining us at Isaiah Kaz. We haven't even got to now. We were building up the history who Isaiah is to now to where we are today, and that's jock market. You talked about investing in your future back when you were a player. What you guys have done at Will Ventures with jock market is insane. I saw this tweeted out. I saw a couple of bigger media companies, television pick up to a storyline, a, a name that we're all familiar with that used to work in communications back here in Philadelphia. Eric Nemeth put us together in touch because of what you guys are doing. And if you think about the fantasy, the betting, that world, the surface is, all right, well, what more can you do? It's, it's reached its cap. Everybody's doing the same thing. And then here comes jock market. You guys have done something fantastic. You've created a market for sports and sports betting. No, it's an, it's an amazing company. And just, uh, you know, Will Ventures is, is the fund that I founded with my co-founder. And we're early stage venture capital fund. We're a $55 million fund, you know, backed by two large university endowments, nine professional team owners. And that's a pool of capital that we go really, really work with amazing entrepreneurs early stage and help them grow the company. Tyler Carlin, the founder of Jock Market, is someone I met at MIT conference five years ago. He had this vision of creating an entirely new segment, this innovation within daily fantasy sports of, you know, when the game starts, why is it just stagnant where you just kind of have to, you know, wait until you, you know, kind of end of the game is kind of see where you end up. Why, why shouldn't you be able to kind of trade just like a stock market? In a lot of ways and what now is a kind of a good reference like a robin hood experience as well right being able to trade shares of of individual players as they as they go through you know for football uh where they launch with football basketball and golf and they're launching the nhl tonight being able to do that in an unbelievably uh, amazing experience for me and these guys have put the you know kind of after spinning out mit and putting amazing engineering uh you know, kind of technology solution around this, which is, you know, unbelievably seamless to be able to IPO prior to the uh, prior to the game based on each individual's kind of fantasy projections. And then, you know, being able to uh, trade all the way through the end of the game, the numbers, these guys, you know, since they've launched at the end of last year to now just mind blowing numbers, two hours, two hours a day in app, uh, the amount of entertainment engagement is kind of really how we look at this. Right, yeah, you know, highly based engagement around it. It's it's just fantastic. Wow. Okay, do do me a favor. Hold on one second. We're gonna break on the network. We're still live on the stream. We have a gigantic local audience here in PA, New Jersey, and beyond that I, I want to ask a question for as well. So I'm gonna give you all the time here to go from the radio to the stream. PhillyVoice.com/slash the middle in sports map radio. So Jason is the pre post intermission radio host for the Philadelphia <clears throat> Flyers. And I know that you guys and Jock Market is launching tonight with the NHL, as you mentioned. So, so yep. this is perfect because you can kind of take us through with somebody here on the show who has a really detailed understanding of the game, more so than Barton and I, for sure, about how, like, for example, tonight with the NHL, how would it work if I have a player and they're not scoring, or if I have a goalie who's given up, let's say, two early goals, then like a stock, they would dip. 
and maybe I can buy low, and then all of a sudden they have 20 straight saves and their stock goes up high. Is that is that somewhat accurate? You absolutely nailed it. And the, there's we really kind of think about it as a couple, like three separate events. So it's the you know right now they already opened up the pre IPO trading. So you know they, I think the it cuts off at seven o'clock tonight. So. All you put your bids in, like just like you know, regular. Talking about like uh, before you go live, you'll go go kind of public with your trade. And there's this, you know, that's I think it's the top 80 players for tonight. Um, goalies, you know, defensemen, you know, you know, you know forwards, you know, wherever, wherever have you. It's got the kind of fantasy projections for each, right? So you have this slating of like where people are going to project out, which is how much you're willing to pay at an IPO. So when it goes live at seven, so you you get your shares. Or if you miss that, it's fine. You can still buy shares after. And then you you trade all the way through the end of the game. So based on kind of your knowledge of the game, your understanding where, where it may be, I always like to use like even the analogy like Rob Gronkowski was a steal um, for like you know, only a couple of dollars a share uh, during the Super Bowl. You know, during the first drive, he got the ball. I think he was targeted like four or five times. You're like, all right, Rob Gronkowski is going to be a major play in the Super Bowl tonight. <laughs> You very much get the same sense tonight, right? In the NHL, those that follow very, very closely have a, have a good sense to be able to kind of do that. So this ability to then project out where you start and where you where you end up is obviously completely different. And have, having an entire scoring system around that. NHL is what I believe is a highly underserved market in this way. And I think Jock Market's gonna really transform with you know, really what these guys have done is create an entirely new segment, right? Uh you know, yeah, you see a guy in a game, the like, first couple of shifts, and he's absolutely buzzing, and you're and he's all over the puck, and and he's just you know he's flying. You go, this guy's got it tonight. You can see it yeah. early, right? He's got yeah. his legs, his game's dialed in. You want to go buy that stock, and while it's still low, and then boom, you grab it. The dude nets a couple, gets a couple of points, and then your stock's worth way more. Well, think That's- about that too. Like we we saw this Isaiah last night with our goalie. <clears throat> Ryan Elliott here, backup goalie, gives up three goals in a minute and 11 in the first period, three and a half or 357 into the first period. Flyers are down three, nothing. I bet Elliott's stock was at any stock. (laughs) And then he he doesn't he doesn't allow another goal the entire night. Shuts the door and and shoot through the roof. It's that so it's that type of knowledge, that type of understanding of the game, having a true feel of the game and being highly engaged throughout. Right. Which is where the values at. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, we're going to keep you into I, I imagine you have to go. Uh, yeah. okay. OK, good, because we're going to be back on the network here. If he sees a, a, a caribou walking in the background, he's got to go and get out the uh, 30 odd six. <laughs> and that is that's ingenious, man, because, you know, even like you said, the Super Bowl, looking at that Leonard Fournette, he wasn't a starter throughout the year. He got there uh, that he really didn't use him until playoff time. And then you're thinking, all right, this is Brady's. This is Brady's game. He's going to make sure this team wins. And lo and behold, what do they do? They hand the ball off to Leonard Fournette. They give him crucial passing downs on third down. He ends up, you know, really winning that game for him. And you know, his stock went from here to up here throughout the game because they started using him like that. I mean, that's that's ingenious to, to go in and do that. Yeah. Playoff Lenny is another great example. Uh-huh. There was another one. He was he was not, uh, a, a, you know, kind of a very expensive share you know, pre-IPO for the Super Bowl and then going through the game. And you could see very early on they're going to feed him as well. So his stock, well, I think he was one of the top three, you know, ended up being one of the top three fantasy No question. Right. Yep. All that, which is like, it's another really, really good example. And that it 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 really kind of leads to a, com- a completely different level of engagement and fun, right? This is entertainment, 
over if you think about it now over sports and they're about to launch major league baseball here in less than a month um around that and they've got some other sports kind of in the hopper from Matt. nba yeah Yo, yeah nba is already live nba yeah. is like unbelievably fun so because so imagine if you got imagine if you got harris's stock at the beginning of the season we did not know that he was going to be the harris we see right now he yeah. played he's actually playing at an all-star level yeah. and we got him at the bottom level i mean You're amazing Isaiah, we appreciate you so much. We got a jet at Isaiah Kaz, Isaiah Kazavinsky. This is an awesome time. We'll venture. Appreciate you, man. Market. Thank you. All the best. I'm I'm sorry I took my ring from you also. I didn't say anything, but I'm sorry I took my Uh, ring from you, man. You said that right when you got to (laughs) go. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right, one sec. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. The, the, middle. the middle. It's you called know, the Gonza Fort Peninsula Park. Looks nice. It's a nice green space. Yeah. Right, right, right. Just looks like, you know, what's um, what's the the park in, in the middle of New York? Central, Central park? park? Central Park, yeah. Central Park, yeah. <laughs> most famous park in the world. Right. <laughs> it's probably the most famous green space on the planet. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust, and that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid Um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It.
That was really good, man. Let me give you a couple of plays before I get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on one second. One second. Sorry. I know the people on the stream want a couple of plays. I had to because you kept going and going and going. What's that? Barrett. Oh. That was, he was good, though. Bro. He was great. Yeah. He was really great. That, story. He, do, he donated his brain. Yeah. <laughs> did you know that? I no, I didn't know that. I'm, I'm no, he was the first thing. guy to do it. Is that was he really? Yeah. I didn't know he was the first. Yeah. Um uh let's see. They're not live in PA, but when they are live in PA or Jersey, um we're going to do stuff with them because they it's interesting. I mean, this, this is an amazing concept. If you just think about it, right? I mean, it, it's a market now. Literally, it's it's a market. Yeah, it's a market for a market. Uh, if you recognize when a guy has got his game or he's going to be used more than the general public thought an ancillary player, you can really capitalize on it. Like Fournette, like you saw right away, Barrett, as soon as they swung a pass to him, you're like, oh, this is working. They're going to yep. feed him. Exactly. And exactly. if you know a smart coach is coaching and, and recognizes that, then you're going, nah, I got to buy this now. Yeah, he, and you, I knew B BA is the type that he's gonna ride that horse till the wheels fall off. Yes. Man. So man, I, I mean that's a great app, man. I mean inside knowledge is huge to your too, by the way. I, I was trying to think, I was trying to say without saying insider trading, but I mean you know you you have intimate um uh uh you know as far as you're, you're, you you who's see, playing with who and yeah you know what I mean you see practice you know what I'm saying that's yeah. intimate knowledge that you know not other people have is that insider trading I mean is that allowed <laughs> I don't know but like that but like like I've always said that when the coach is shaking up the lines for the Flyers there's a line outside his door of guys saying can I play with Couturier <laughs> because he just he manufactures offense and and guys rack up points and and rack up chances when they play with them. So, like, if you know, like, a guy, like, gets moved to his line that's a lower-level guy that normally wouldn't be there, you're going to grab him because he's playing with that guy and the effect he has on him. Oh, no question, because, you you know, everybody knows and understands that he's a, you know, he's a great player, so they're going to have to account yeah. for him somewhere. Yeah. Um. All right. Just uh, give me 20 seconds. We'll we'll be back. We'll do the picks on the air before you get out of here, right? That's cool. That's fine. I'm not in a rush. Wow. Did I fix my, my son's old Xbox yesterday by – it wasn't powering on, so I googled it. it. Which Xbox? A blow dryer, an Xbox One. He has an Xbox X now. Yeah. But I wanted to see if I could fix it. I took a blow dryer to it and blew it out with hot air, and it works. What? Yep. This is a Gal Media. Product. I'm like, there's no way this works, and I so I got the blow dryer and I tried it and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> so now does he have to give the X back? No. I'm putting the, the other one in here so I can play my racing game in the studio. I got the pedals under here, boys. <laughs> steering wheel's over there. <laughs> I just hooked the steering wheel right onto my desk. I got a monitor right here. Yeah. Like, here we go. <laughs> Going to Monza, baby. <laughs> Streets of Monza. I got an email from Isaiah Kazavinsky just after he signed off with us. I had to throw it in there. I had to do it to him. I had Tell to do it. Barrett, to him. that was a cheap shot about the Super Bowl in the end. <laughs> that loss still pains me. Come on. I mean, the guy spent extra time with us. He spent, he stayed in the break with us. He stayed in the final segment with us. And you waited right until the music was playing, knowing 
because that's usually when I have to cut you off. So you waited until the music was playing, knowing that I had to be the bad guy and cut the segment off. Uh, that was a shady move by you, man. That was that was the that balls was, on the way out the door. Yeah, that was that was planned. I'm gonna call Isaiah too. I'm gonna get his number. Call him. I mean, that was just I, I, I made sure I waited to the very very end. Unbelievable. To Unbelievable. I mean, you think he'd have stayed on longer if I'd have said it at the beginning? No, he probably would have. But this was—I think this was more poetic justice, man. Poetic Joey justice. D with the very perceptive point on the stream. We just keep bringing on bald guys. I don't know. What it is. <laughs> We're not bald. We're just follically challenged. There you go. There you go. Now you got some. You're getting out of here. Don't worry. A Jeff Parles appearance. We have another big announcement coming today, and that's regarding Book It Sports. So you have a couple of plays. A couple of plays. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah, Joey B, I'll be at Azerbaijan. We'll race at Baku in five, buddy. Uh, let's go. Uh, the place I, I lo love, Boston tonight. Boston's been fluttering a little bit. They're down below the Flyers in the standings at this point. Can you believe that? Fourth. Uh, but they're playing Washington, a little revenge there at home. I like Boston tonight, minus the 135. I got them 143. Yeah, Where are you looking? I got the consensus. Okay. So um, well, they, that ain't always. No, no. We're, we're, if you can get them better, you're getting no, worse. You can get I got them worse. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to jump in now before that yeah, goes before to the higher 150. Okay. Yeah. That line's telling me something. Uh, I like Arizona as a home dog over Minnesota. Slight home dog at 125 plus. So I'll take Arizona in that game. And I, I kind of like LA here as a home dog over the Blues as well. It's not on the same level of confidence as those other two plays, but I do like the Kings plus 115 at Staples tonight versus uh, the Chiefs Blues. All right, we're back in three. Some news here locally we got to bring up as well. All right, real quick, before you get out of here, what about just anchoring this with Vegas? They won uh, last I, night, right? Yeah, I, li I like yeah, Vegas I in the game, but it, the number's huge. It's 225. Yeah, this, it doesn't but if seem I'm running it. this, let's say I run seven or eight plays in a parlay or round robin parlay, and I have yeah. an anchor like l last night, the anchor play was Michigan minus a thousand. If you ran three bet parlays with the seven picks that we gave out, then you ran that in there, right? Yeah, you, you knew that that was going to hit with your parlay. That was a leg, that anchor leg. Yeah, Can it's I almost anchor, a guarantee, right? Yeah. Can I anchor? Vegas tonight? I would, yeah, I would, but there's no way they lose that game to say they had a night's mm -hmm. rest. There's not no way because it's hockey. Okay. And San Jose still does have a little bit of pride and some okay. decent players. But I mean, if I mean Vegas, I think wins the game. They're the better hockey team. They're a really good team. So yeah, I mean, I would look at that as, okay. as your as your anchor play. That's not bad. Okay. okay. I mean, the team right now that's just steamrolling everybody is the Leafs just unbelievable no just i'm curious now look before you get out of here i'm gonna put these you gave us three Boston, I'm, gonna give, yep. right, I'm gonna give three more right now for you to combine with a six leg whatever you want to do it parlay or just round robin i'm gonna give you the weekend here not the weekend but the weekend <laughs> dunk contest you have to go with the favorite go with the new york nick Go with the former Dayton Flyer NCAA National Player of the Year. Obi Toppin is going to win it because he has the hops. And the dunk contest is only three people. So I'm going to go with the guy who has the best hops 
and who has also played some in the game a little more than the other two. And I, I don't know. You have to take the favorite with only three in here. So I'm going to go Obi Toppin as the dunk winner. As far as the three-point contest, look, everybody loves Steph because he's Steph. Everybody loves Zach Levine because he's the best three-point shooter percentage-wise in the NBA. Go with Devin Booker, all right? Devin Booker finals in two of the last three years in this event, including winning it three years ago. There's something to familiarity with the event. It's not just shooting threes in a game. It's the three-point event. He's a seasoned vet in that. And then finally, the skills comp, big men win this. Three of the last five years, big men win it. Julius Randle is a nice, sneaky play. I don't hate it, but I'm going to go Jokic because I feel like there's going to be a, we got to give him something because he ain't going to win the MVP this year. And that's <laughs> going to be. A little so handout. Three, all right? Handout. That's the word, Barrett. Oh, yeah. and, and before you leave, Jason, what's going to happen tomorrow, man? I mean, it's, 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 it's right now, Penguins. what's it, 2 2? Penguins. That's uh, Flyers game tomorrow. Flyers. Flyers win that game tomorrow. Then they got the, they got the Caps on Sunday with fans in a back-to-back. So it'll be an interesting weekend. By the way, you remember how much I was talking about Calgary being a mess? Yeah, they fired the coach last night. Daryl Sutter is the new coach. Not a big deal. Won two cups with the Kings. He'll get that team in order. They won't be falling over each other and warm up with Daryl Sutter there. I can tell you that. I heard that, man. Hey, have a good weekend, bro. All right, boys. Enjoy. I'll see you yep. Tuesday. Yep. Harry so Jeff Parles is going to join us coming up this hour as we have a pretty big announcement from the Bucket Sports crew. So Jeff, yeah, pretty big, huge rollout yesterday. So we got to talk to Jeff about that. Uh, I see that there is a major announcement here that came down earlier about how great of a job the general manager in town here and with the Philadelphia Eagles has done as I'm reading Jason Kelsey's new contract is a one-year deal, 9 million guaranteed worth up to 12 million, but as extra years to give Eagles cap relief in, in 2021. So this is, I, I don't know. I'll tell you how I read it, Barrett. And, and you can tell the world what this really means from a line standpoint and from a, what the performance was last year to what it needs to be this year's standpoint. But the the smoke and mirrors that come from NFL and really NFL GMs, because they have so much more control over contracts than the other GMs in other sports is, well, the league has already allowed me multiple avenues to get out of bad contracts like renegotiation, et cetera. So I can put myself in a hole. If I'm Howie Roseman, I could put myself in a hole to where maybe I can only see like, you know, out of my nose or maybe that hole is a little higher because the league is going to allow me ways in which I can pull myself out of that hole. So a week ago it was Eagles have no cap space. Eagles are doomed. Eagles are screwed. There's no way to do it. And now it's Howie Roseman is a genius because he, they knew all along that they had the means to renegotiate stuff. So while I'm happy Jason Kelsey is back, Barrett, I can't sit there and pat Howie Roseman on the back for fixing a problem that he created in the first place. No question. And and, and it all comes down to um, they don't want to be as bad as they were last year. So they know they have to sign the guy that can really glue <laughs> that office line back together. If anybody's going to come back, we need Kelsey to come back because when he speaks, everybody listens. He's a guy that's going to make sure that uh, this young quarterback will be protected. If they just – you know, put anybody out there. 
it would be a horrible year and how we would be fired. So he understands where his bread is being buttered at. He's got to get keep guys like Kelsey happy. He has to keep guys like, you know, uh, Fletch happy. And you keep those guys happy. They can they can corral in the rest of the inmates to to, to walk straight. That's wait. What are you saying that this was some sort of optic move to where the team can still not tank? It's totally optic. Still be bad, but they're telling the fans, "Look, we're not trying to be bad. We got a Absolutely. former old pro Kelsey coming back." Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely, because he's a major mouthpiece for this team. Uh, and they're going to make sure he's happy, number one. But, I mean, he still can play. And if you get him back, that's that's three quarters. I mean, that's that's four quarters of your um, – three-fourths of uh, – fifths of your offensive line coming back. You know, you have uh, Lane back. You have Brooks back. You have now Kelsey back. Um, you know, and, and I, I, I think that um, – you know, the left side, you know, they'll, they'll still have a couple problems. But I think they'll be pretty good. They won't be as bad as they were last year. And I think they'll be actually pretty good this year with, with Sayamalu and, uh, um, and um, what is that, Jordan Malata being and anchoring that left side. Now, I don't know where they're going to put um, Dillard at. But, you know, at this point, I mean, that's a solid offensive line. That's an offensive line you can win with. Yeah. So there will be some success with that offensive line. So they won't be as bad as people are saying. Mm. They'll sneak up on some people. In fact, I think they win over seven games next year. And I, I've been thinking about this a lot. I, coming back, that's enough? I think that's enough. I think it's enough. Man. That's four-fifths of your offensive line. And then you have a guy that's actually going to be a lot better than he was last year coming back and Jordan Malata. Well, look, I, it's it's not going to be easy going up against no, not at all. defenses. Yep. Washington no, is the all. one that really concerns me. And you should I, be concerned. Yeah, I, I could see a sweep. Like, to your point, if that offensive line is not to where you need it to be you, like what you just said you want to be next year, I think Washington can sweep the Eagles with Taylor Henneke or whoever the hell is back there just because of that defense. They can like, suffocate you, you. Yes. Yep, they Think can suffocate it. you. If you get to the Eagles quarterback, how, how are the Eagles going to win? If you can get other than Jalen Hurts doing what Hurts did for like the first half of the time he played last year, which is move with his feet and maybe extend a play or two, you for all those who are not watching phillyvoice.com slash the middle, Barrett just laughed as he was shaking his head no in response to my question of if you can't protect the quarterback, how are you going to win? Now, to be fair, there aren't 20 teams in the NFL that have a, an answer to that, but there are maybe four or five really good teams yeah. that have an answer to that. Absolutely. And the Eagles won't be one of them unless that offensive line plays at least manageable for him to go out there and run at least a, uh, an offense that, you know, has some production. They have to be able to run the ball uh, with, with a guy like, you know, Hurts being a quarterback because then it opens up the play action game. Now you can't just go out there and just blitz them like that because the fear that, you know, they might get behind you with the speed that they have. So there might be an opportunity to be a little better than what we are thinking, but I can't say them guys being um, anything without Kelsey being there. Because if you move say Amalo into the to the to the uh, center position, who's going to play left left guard? That's that's to me that's that's too big of a deal. I know you have Herbig, but I mean, why not sign back a, a leader on that team? I, like I said, more more yeah. than anything, even his performance on the field is his mouthpiece in that uh, locker room, the respect that he has in that locker room. He and even Fletcher Cox is going to have to be a little more vocal this year going into this season. It's going to be interesting, especially if you have 
a rookie quarterback. Well, second year quarterback. He he's, no, he's no, saying no, all the right things. Yeah. No, but I'm saying if if you don't like if you let's say the Eagles do take Fields or Wilson, wow. or, right? That, that's what I mean. Is if you look at that, then there's even more stress and pressure to do exactly what you made this layout alignment. Here's my question though, and and I, I don't think. Well, let me let me state it like this, all right? And I want to make sure that I have his age exactly right. He's 33, will be 34 in the season. Jason Kelsey has played at a Pro Bowl. He's played at an all-pro level in his career. If Jason Kelsey wants to play somewhere else, I think that there would be a team or three that would be interested in Jason Absolutely. Kelsey. Yep. Okay? Why in the hell would you want to come back here? Get the hell out of here. Look, I, I honestly and, and look, I'm I'm asking this to you. All right. Because it's not the money. I'm, and maybe it is. Maybe this is the best place in which he not can make most money. No, you're right. Why in the hell, if you're Jason Kelsey, wouldn't you go make some money and also play for a team that could win something? Find your way down in Tampa or somewhere like right. that. Get the hell out of Philadelphia. I love you, Jason. I'm saying this because I'm a fan of you. Get out while you can. I, I think it's a comfort level that they help out Kelsey a lot more than what people think. Yes, he's playing at an all-star level, an all-pro level. But they have schemes that help them out a lot more than um, the people give them credit for. I mean, the fact that you're playing next to an all-pro guard and, and, and Brandon Brooks, and on the other side, an up-and-coming uh, Pro Bowl guard that I think was Sam Malo will be, um, it gives the autonomy now to get some help from some pretty good guys. And, and as a smaller type of center, he needs that type of help. He needs, you know, in, in driving guys off the line of scrimmage. That's why they'll double team a lot more or pull him as opposed to him having one-on-one blocks. But, guys, you have to you have to customize the offense around it. And, plus, you know, it helps that you have the, the same coach that's been there for so long, and he understands how to make sure that he protects Kelsey uh, as opposed to, you know, uh, leaving a one-on-one against talking about the offensive line. Hunch. Yeah, of course. Right. Well, well, for the, some people may hear that and think, what, what they just – Brought in a new coach, specifically Jeff Stoutland. The offensive Stoutland coach. is right. is the man. Stoutland okay. understands how schematically you can put those pass plays and those run plays with the action behind them. You have to be able to marry those two together. You can't just go out there and call a play. You have to make sure that um, the blocking schemes are, are are conducive enough to 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 you know handle that type of pressure to what, what, what going on the backside. Like if you run on a run play and you want a play in which you want to get guys going to one side and then cut it back. you got to have an offensive line that um, play that, you know, allows that to happen, that they understand what's going on. Even in pass plays, if you want a seven-step drop, you're not going to want to go out there and have it man-on-man. You want to have a sliding protection or something that we can create double teams to get um, more hands on the people that are more effective. Like, you wouldn't want to go out there and run a seven-step drop and have one-on-one with Chase Young. You got to make sure you call a play that you can slide the protection to Chase Young and just worry about the other guys, Montez Sweat on the other side, and have him blocking one on one and put two hands on Chase, even though you have one hand on Montez Sweat. Right. Those are the type of things you have to you have to be able to marry with the plays. You know, you just can't go out there and just start calling plays. You know, he's going to have to get with Stoutland. I mean, uh, the, the head coach slash offensive coordinator. I mean, calling plays has to make sure that he gets with Stoutland and and, and marry those two. Um, plays together, married plays together to make right. a play that's consistent. Now, one thing I'm, I'm looking at here is you're going to have Lake Johnson, 
reportedly working on a restructure and, and coming back now on, on a different deal. And there's some news in the NBA we're going to have to hit on coming up in a minute here. But it's just interesting because this also paints, I think, a picture of excitement. And, and I'm not saying that it's all on Carson Wentz, but it feels like there was one final pitch to these veteran guys, like, come on, man, we're going to get them back together. You know, we're going to get this group back together. Come on, we're going to get that crew back together. But the people, the people part of the crew, the people part of the band, the people part of the offensive line, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, they have to be excited about it too. They have to be willing to come back. They have to be willing to restrain the deal. Right. I'm telling you, the sense in that locker room is, is we're going to shock the world because. Well, well, that's what I'm saying, though, Bat. Real yeah. quick, before you make that point. It's it wasn't like that last year. Right last year it was get me to the end of the season as fast as humanly possible. Something has changed in the offseason. Maybe it is as simple as a check. Maybe it is as simple as here's some more money. I, I don't personally being as close to the game without playing it like you. I would guess educated that there is something different about the field. Maybe it's the promise of Jalen Hurts, or maybe it's the idea of them taking a quarterback number six. But that's my point, Barrett, is that it feels like there's something different about coming back this year than there was in the locker room last year. Now, I don't think it's necessarily the coaching staff. I know it's not the coaching no, staff. That got no, 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 I don't think it but is. I, I will tell you this. I think it's more of a sense of you cut, you know, you, you get rid of, to add more, you know what I'm saying? Subtraction, and you're going to add more of a sense of art togetherness with the subtraction that you just did. You know, you let some cancer go, and now you have some healthy cells in there. And, you know, and and, and like I said, I wanted Carson to come back simply because I know he's not as bad as he was last year, but he was more cancerous than even I thought he was. Um, you know, that's a problem in a locker room that it's hard to – disguise it you can play through it when you have the you know athletic talent and you're, you're good enough to do it but it seems as though a lot of the time he wasn't last year so I think there's a new sense of all right we have some young guys in here some young guns a new fresher attitude um a new enthusiasm in that locker room that you didn't have last year or years before that now you have an offensive line that's going to block for a guy that can go out and make some plays on his own if they did miss a guy and you know he's shown a touch that we didn't think he had He's shown the ability to get the ball to receivers if they're open. Right. And that we hadn't had that in a long time. So I'm looking, yeah, yeah. There is an, a, a sense, at least on the offensive side of the ball, that, all right, we, we're going to get the, the band back together on the offensive line. And, and I mean, we still have a really good tight end in Goddard. Um, I don't know if Ertz, they're going to execute a, a trade with Ertz or they're just going to cut him uh, in June. But if he did come back, I mean, that's still a pretty good tandem of tight ends. We got some speed at the wide receiver position, even though they're all young. But you know, it you know they they do have the ability to stretch the field. So if you can run the ball with Miles Sanders, it makes things start to look a little more brighter than it did maybe three or four months ago. Hmm. Man, I, I got to be honest. You have a higher sense of optimism than I do. But well, you know why? That's normal, though. That's normal. Yeah, but you, hold on, hold on. We got a break. You, okay, you tell right. me why in the break. All right. All right. slash the middle. Jeff Parles, Book It Sports is going to join us. A special announcement coming from Jeff and the crew at Book It. It's Barrett Brooks, Aton Shander. Harry Mays is back from vacation on Monday. It's the middle. 
Hey, New Jersey, if you bet on sports, then you need PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. We're all using it to cash in this basketball season. Just head into your nearest casino, pick your favorite teams to win it all, and sell those tickets on PropSwap. They have thousands of buyers across the country, and you can sell too. And listing your ticket is always free. This is your newest side hustle. The average seller on PropSwap makes $500 every month. If you aren't selling on PropSwap, then you're missing out. Go to PropSwap.com today and click the sell button to learn more. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The, the, the middle. The middle. That's what I told you, but I got a hangover, man. So what is this hangover? Bar. Yeah, what's with this hangover? Right, what, what, what happened yesterday? Cheap vodka, bro. Cheap vodka, man. What? what, what? Well, I took yeah. pineapple vodka with the pineapples, and I infused it for like a That's week too or much two. pineapple. Pineapple it, is and terrible. It was, too, it, was, it was so sweet that you would just, just keep on drinking, and I just kept on drinking it. Did you say you took pineapple vodka and then infused it into pineapples? Yes. I mean, there's there's sorority girls right now at Penn State that are <laughs> laughing at you, Barrett. He took pineapple vodka and infused it into pineapples. Oh, I my. thought it would be a better taste. And it was a better taste. It was a great taste. It just went down too fast. Went down way too fast, oh man. And next thing you know, man, next thing you know, three shades to the wind. See, watching Queen Latifah. Oh, my this God. That's the line of the day. <laughs> oh. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, let's see. Oh, wait. Who the hell? Is Ron there? Parking. Uh, when we get back, yeah. All right. <laughs> Actually, Ron, can you hear us? Right. It's probably the most famous hey, Ron. green space on the planet. The middle with probably Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to but 1 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back here now. You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Maps Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Now, I have this news that just popped in the NBA. Jeff Parles is going to join us coming up in a couple of minutes, so we can always bring that back up with him. You wanted to talk to Ron, though, and Ron knows that in the break we're live on the stream, so... He that's his time to go and do whatever he wants. And he may not be right there and we don't blame or fault him for that by any means, but you had <laughs> something to either ask or tell Rob. Yeah, right? we, we have to make that. Uh, um, we have to make the Rocky Mountain oyster a commercial, man. I mean, uh, uh, no, a leading. That works. That's how it works. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I've never heard that. So I've never heard of Rocky Mountain Oyster. No, I thought it was some Man, stupid you were like so confident. Like, yeah, Rocky Mountain Oysters. I just wallow them whole. Well, like I said, I I didn't know that somebody would be stupid enough or, or childish enough to create some sort of dumb name. I, I guess I just assumed that there was some level of a bar that's raised for the show, and it's not really at the bro, bar or bro. like in somebody's basement. Hey, you can't put that on Barrett. That's the thing. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. For years. I'm not. No, no, no. You know what you need to do? What you need to do if you really want. It's not. Your, okay. The, in the movie Funny Farm with Chevy Chase. Yeah, I remember. There's, there's a scene. He's not having Rocky Mountain oysters, but it's something different. But they're lamb balls. <laughs> Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Now, if in same Funny same. Farm, if they called it Rocky Mountain Oysters, then I would know what Rocky Mountain Oysters are because but Funny no, Farm is an underrated movie. Yeah, but that's not Rocky Mountain Oysters. Rocky Mountain Oysters come from the bull. Look, yes, the bull. And 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 I'm, I, the reason why I know about that it. name, though. I don't I know. I guarantee you it was an idiot. I, I guarantee you it was it was somebody who has stupid humor. I guarantee you that it's somebody who pokes well, fun and like, you know, oh, you said, you know, whatever the term know, it is. Probably was it probably was someone who thought, hey, you know what? The testicles of a bull could serve as an aphrodisiac, much like oysters do. <laughs> yep, and well, also Rocky Mountain, <laughs> and, and you just swallow them whole. And you look, and look, and some people don't even fry them. Some people just, you know, yeah, raw. They're, yeah, they're uh, and drink and and chug a beer after it. That's I went to Kansas State, man. I, I I never partook in it, but I heard about it. But then when I played for the Detroit Lions, they have this bar. I mean, they have this huge restaurant, man. It's a, it's like one of those, um, you know, you can get like you know order um, bison, bison burgers. You can you can, and you walk into it. It's like a huge, huge um, restaurant with the deer antler chandeliers and all that type of stuff. There's you know stuffed bears around, you know. Uh, Deer is mounted everywhere. You know, it's one of those type of places. And it had it on the red menu, fried mountain, uh, Rocky Mountain oysters. Six, it was like six for like 17 bucks. And a friend of mine, you know, that played on the squad, uh, you know, the, that guy, the guy I told you before that that was a um, rodeo guy, he ordered some. And he said, hey, B. Brooks, taste these. And I looked, I said, what are they? And I looked at them. I'm glad I looked at the menu. I said, them, are them Rocky Mountain oysters? As he's just biting one and, and it's and it's like chewy too and stretchy. I'm like, I mean, it almost looked like gizzards, man. And he was tearing them up. I said, Do you realize I couldn't get past knowing what they were, let alone putting them in my mouth? Well, that's, that's crazy. That's the thing about what this is. It's just about knowing what you're eating. And to be right. fair, to anybody, and I don't care who it is, like. If, if you're and even you in this case, anybody and me, I'm sure I'm the same way. Right. Where it's like, oh, you know what that is? That's a skunk membrane. That's deep fried <laughs> skunk membrane. Who in their right mind would eat that as you're driving up to the drive through and ordering a big right. pack and the McChicken <laughs> and everything else that you're told is something that, you know, damn well. I don't know how much beef. Is in that burger. That's all I'm saying. So it's hey, all time. How do you know. even know? How do you know? How would you even know that that would taste good? That's why I don't even understand. How would you even know that you could eat bull balls? I mean, that to me in itself is crazy. That's just something that would just go unearned, uh, unlearned in my life. It'd be one of the world's mysteries. 
how that would taste. But that's what I'm saying. If you found out that a fast food burger that you loved was made of horse meat as opposed to cow, I would eat that. I would eat you that. would eat it. Yeah. You would. So, okay, now we're just talking about you personally and where you draw the line for what's acceptable to eat. Well, the reason I say that isn't. The reason I say that, I was around a lot of Polynesian people. I was around a lot of Polynesian people uh, during my career, you know, in college and in the NFL. And a lot of Polynesians eat horse meat. That's like that's like them going down to the bar and ordering a burger. They they eat horse meat. Did you in eat fact, the horse meat? Yeah, I tried it before. You know, I tried it with with Larry Allen. Larry Allen said, I said, man, how did you get so strong? He said, man, all I used to do was work out with these Samoans that live next to me. And all they would eat was horse meat and work out. And that's, you know, and, and I tasted it. I mean, you got to make it so it's less gamier, but I mean, it, it, it tastes yeah. just like a burger. It's like, so- put, like put sauce, special sauce on it, like put lettuce <laughs> on it, like put an extra bun in the patties on it. Yeah, let, that's all that you right, do. Right, 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 right. It tastes less gamey. And then you can say frame, flame broiled or whatever the hell it is. It's- oh, look, look, the plaque's real says, not horsey sauce. No, but but that's what I'm saying is that it's all about what you know. It's all about what you are told inside this thing, because as soon as you find out, oh, that's fill in the blank. And then it's it's cargo. It's cargo. How how do you know? How do you know? Yeah. How do you know that that tastes good? Just looking at it, I wouldn't eat it. Like how do you know? Like a nasty, dirty. right? Something like that. Now, real quick, because we're about to break in 20 seconds. So just give us the sneak peek. Have you ever had Rocky Mountain oysters in your life, Jeff Parles? No, I have not. That's, that's a heck of a way to start here, guys. <laughs> we'll be back in three minutes on the middle. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. That's Jeff Parles from Book It Sports. He's going to join us as well. Wow. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right. So we'll be back on the network coming up in a couple Where did that come from? <laughs> because I've never heard of this before. And somebody on the stream put up, because we were talking about deep frying stuff and the most bizarre or craziest or wildest thing that anybody has ever eaten while deep fried. So somebody brought up Rocky Mountain oysters and I was like, yeah, I love oysters. I love oysters. I Because I've never heard of Rocky Mountain oysters. I just assumed it was somebody talking about like, you know, something. I just swallowed the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> whatever the hell it is. So, so that got this whole thing in there. And, and now I'm challenging the people who look down at eating Rocky Mountain oysters while rolling up to the drive through and getting the latest Mick fill in the blank because they're told that it's a burger or chicken or filet fish whatever the hell that, that they're told it is. Whereas if they knew exactly what was in that stuff, like Subway. Remember when Sub- Subway took a huge hit when it was public that the same stuff that was put into tires 
to keep that rubber strong in tires was put in their bread to keep their bread leavened and last. Say what? Uh, check it out. Are Look you kidding up. me? I am not. I haven't eaten at Subway since. That was a wow. that, was a, that was a long time ago too. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, I haven't eaten at Subway since. Black I, I, wins, by the way. I can't. No, no. Wow. This is Na- it's it's Navy Eton. Sorry to be a to be a to be a, a jerk. Na- say sorry to me. They Navy. want to know on the stream. Navy, Navy guys. There we go. Navy hat. So there. So I guess blue, up, I guess blue would win then. Um, in, in that regard. Well, Navy uh, by, 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 by the way, Eton, if you really had cojones. Uh, the most ridiculous place that I've seen Rocky Mountain oysters, they have them at Coors Field. So if you really want to take your life in your hands, you'll have ballpark Rocky Mountain no. oysters. I can't do a ballpark <laughs> burger or sandwich. Even if it's like a, an extension of a restaurant, that's the new thing now, is restaurants have extensions of their shop in the ballpark where you can go up and it's a small little area. You can get their fry. I don't even trust that. Anything in the ballpark I'm staying away from. Bull testicles is number one on my list. <laughs> Just so you know. Right, oh. oh, my goodness. It's been that kind of day. Ron probably has that turned around already, to be honest with you. <laughs> this is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, it's a Friday. Normally, it's a Wednesday. We just had a conversation with our buddy from Book It Sports at Jeff Parles, of course, on Twitter at Book It HQ, his weekly spot each and every Wednesday. And, of course, Overtime, which today will be an extended show version of such with Jeff on here. And the reason why we brought Jeff back is because yesterday was a gigantic day for the whole crew and team at Book It Sports. And as a partner with Book It Sports, we want to make sure that Jeff and the Book It crew, you all out there are up to date in case you might have, I don't know, been living under a rock or maybe you've been traveling and you've been out of the country for the last two weeks. Jeff is with us. He's back with us. He's going to hang with us for a little bit. Final couple of minutes here on the show. So before we get back to Rocky Mountain oysters and all the other stuff that have completely derailed today's program, let's start with the major rollout yesterday with Bucket Sports, Jeff. Yeah, so uh, the big update that we've been waiting for for about two weeks is uh, is out uh, right now. Eton, it's now truly your one-stop shop for all betting content. Our matchup page, which we've been waiting on, with all the information that you need in order to bet your games is now live on, on book at sports. Uh, the, the, the game I picked naturally, I picked a great one here to, to, to show you what's going on. Ethan. I picked Northern Illinois and central Michigan because yes. why not? Yes. Uh, but you go through all the head to head stats that are important yep. to making your bets, the injuries, which somehow these teams have none good for these teams, good for the Huskies and the Chippewas. And then what these teams have done, uh, since playing each other, as I uh, naturally, of course, my, my fat fingers touch off of it. And then uh, going through uh, what they've done in their last 10 against the spread and in general. So it's truly your, one, truly your one-stop shop for everything now. Uh, you, don't have to, you don't have to go anywhere else to uh, make your bets now and uh, figure out what you want to play. Just come to the Book of Sports it. app. Looking at it on it right now. Going to put the picks in. Uh, have you looked at anything for the All-Star Weekend yet? 
I saw the totals over 300, which is always fun. With 307 and a half. I have. Yeah, I, I think that will probably it, – it's interesting because the Elam ending kind of throws a whole wrench into the total because obviously, you know, they're doing what they did last year where it's the set score that a team has to reach in the fourth quarter instead of playing a regular 12-minute fourth quarter. Remember last year, the intensity that came at the end of that game because of the Elam ending – uh, in the past, Eton knows. I mean, the, the, before the Elam ending came in, these All Star games were one seventy to one sixty. I mean, you would go way over that. Uh, that that would be the only thing I look at. I it's the All Star game. It's hard to justify losing money on the All Star game, and it's not like this year where you have this weird All Star Sunday halftime night uh, three point contest and dunk contest. It's not the same as being able uh, to just hold some money aside, bet it on Saturday, and then hope for the best. Uh, last year. Last year, I Bam out of bio came through for me in the skills yeah. competition at twelve to one. Uh, I, it'll be tough to replicate that again this year. That is crazy, man. You know the instant access now. I mean, you don't have to go anywhere. I mean, I'm no, going you don't have to go anywhere, Barrett. Yeah, I, I'm going through the app now. You know, I me mean, just little things are coming up. You know, who's not playing? Who is playing? I mean, this thing has everything, bro. Everything. This app has everything. Yeah, well, it's uh, and also too uh, the the. The, a good and a bad part is our, our CEO Trent Adia had had a night last night where I think he went eleven and one. So what? we have, so we have now so we legitimately have not heard the end of that for the past thirteen <laughs> hours plus. He's so, running around like a peacock right now. Well, I mean, I can't blame him. Red hot last night, and uh, also too in uh, uh, one of our, uh, another Eton's programs, the Flyers getting it done for us in multiple oh, prices last night. Down three nothing, and our, our good buddy John Jansen now has to uh, do a written apology on the air to me. It's going to be great. So oh, this yeah, is what yeah. happened, JJ. This, <laughs> you know John, right? Barrett? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, so, I'm from yesterday, exactly, because Barrett's on that channel as well. So locally here, we have an iHeart channel that's dedicated to sports betting in Philadelphia. I do a show on there. John Jansen, as mentioned, from Jeff does a show after me, and Jeff is on weekly with John, like he's on weekly here with us. And John sometimes will have to produce my show because he's just there after and I'm remote. Long story long, as Barrett likes to say, <laughs> I got a note from John on my show last night because we were on live during the Flyers that Parles is all upset that he he took the Flyers and now he knows that he's going to get roasted on John's show. And I'm like, oh, well, let's get Jeff on with me last night because like Jeff, I, Aton took the flyers because Jason <laughs> Martinez told us to take the flyers before all that news came out. And I still maintain today to this very second Barrett Brooks, that the appearance of Jeff Parles on my program last night coincided with the exact moment in which the flyers woke up. So if it were not for Jeff joining my show last night, the flyers would have lost that game. Well, and, and Barrett, it went for – it was three uh, – they called me up. It had just gotten to 3-1. The Flyers had just scored. Right. During the hit, it goes to 3-2. And at that point, we were like, well, we're, we're, we're going to get here. So we we all fired on good plus prices last night in the middle of that game. I hope Jansen actually wasn't lying and actually did fire on it, Ethan. Uh, but but we all we all ended up winning on that, and it was – Again, uh, like you said, he, he thought, uh, Jason Martinez is a lot, a lot shop, sharper than us at hockey. Um, he was right. That was a great spot for the Flyers. 
And then, of course, you get the news. Crosby's in. Amazing. Uh, and we still – and the Flyers still get it done four to three. Still really, they outplayed, they really outplayed them for 45 minutes of that game. It was really just the first five that were a train wreck. Well, you know, looking at this, man, I mean, I'm, uh, look at the app, man. They even have – well, I don't know if you can call it now, the Grapefruit League games and all that stuff. I mean, everything was a part of them, <laughs> You know, yeah, I don't know Olders, right? ba- ba- Barrett, for some reason, people like betting spring, spring training baseball. I, I, I am I am close to it to, to a degenerate on this, but I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't bet spring training <laughs> baseball. The game might go five innings because they only want to play five that day. Right, it's right. Too tough. <laughs> look at it, man. It, this, this is this is awesome, man. Just yeah. awesome. You know, college game, UMass, St. Louis. You know, I'm a you know St. Louis guy, man. I don't know if I'll go with the Billikens, though. Well, what's the, uh, the number on that? Because so, what is it? it? It was seven and a half this morning. Uh, SLU has gotten a lot of the action, yeah. uh, so yeah, I believe I it's up to eight. It's up to eight right now. UMass destroyed. I don't even think St. Joe's is alive. I think St. Joe's <laughs> disbanded their basketball team. They lost what one hundred to sixty-six. You would have to think that there is some built-in letdown coming from that squad after you put up a hundred on a team in which you win by 34 points has to be maybe, a little bit, man. No, maybe, maybe no? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think Joe's isn't really any good. That's the it's big terrible. thing. And they expend and they expended their energy beating Richmond earlier in the week and then taking out LaSalle in a big six uh, on Wednesday morning. So I, I don't know. Big six. Wow. Big six, not big five, but big six. I see you. Jeff is all into it. You know, you're into the Philly action, huh? <laughs> yeah, we'll give a, we'll give we'll give a, we'll give a, we'll give some extra uh, extra shout outs there. We'll, uh, we'll we'll add we'll add it we'll add a team in there, Barrett. I don't know why I did that. There we go. But, uh, there we go. There regar- we go. Regardless, uh, uh, that's uh, that that's the that's the way to uh, way way to look at that one today. I actually am not betting that uh, that that UMass uh, slew game today. Guys. Staying a off that ton of money. You said that. I mean, of the fifty one hundred, I see, yeah, actually over that coming in off action. 76% of the public money on St. Louis. Now the bets are split. So it would be nice if like 20% of the public bet on St. Louis and of those 20% of the bets, 75% of the money, like it'd be nice if five or 10 people were so heavy on St. Louis. Cause there's a chance there's a sharp or two in that crew, but it's pretty much split down the middle. And I, I don't know, this could be some, this could be some drunk dude. Who's out there yeah, right. drinking early in bed? <laughs> who walks into a book with a suitcase full of money, saying, oh, "I'm still on a banger from last night." I don't know. It's not a big enough market for me to determine that. So, okay, I stand corrected. Maybe St. Louis isn't the best play right now. Okay, I'm, I'm willing to adjust. Although yeah, I, think I, I, I don't know. It's it, it, these college tournaments now, guys. I, I really do think, at least early on, you're going to see. Uh, these teams that are down the road, they're like these eight, nine, ten seeds. When they go up against higher seeds, they're going to get just drubbed because oh no question, been away from been away from their families for five months, been bubbled up on their their campuses. I, I don't know where the motivation is going to be, but of course you, you you flip that around and you see a conference last night, uh, a small one in the A Sun, where only the only better team that advanced was Liberty as a one seed, and then the the five, the six, and the seven all advanced today. So uh, it may, maybe that theory may be wrong this year. Who knows? It, it could be just a normal March Madness chaos. Real quick, though, you mentioned Liberty taking yes. on Stetson today, and Stetson being one of those lower seeds. It's a 10-point line right now, and, yeah. and it's pretty much 
and the market isn't as big as I'd like it. I mean, 3,000 bets off Action Network is nothing where I would like to make a definitive statement on that. And what I mean by that for the people who don't know what I'm saying is you like a market with like 10,000 bets minimum because that precludes two or three people from totally shifting the percentage of bets placed if there's 800 if there's 800 total bets on the market one person can totally change the percentage with one big bet if there are 10,000 bets then it's going to take a lot more for that to happen i say that preface it with only 3,000 public bets in here from the action network and that's never a true barometer but it's split it's split down the middle and and i don't know i i would feel better about stetson if less people were on them as a dog, because it feels like it's a simple public play of, oh, yeah, well, Liberty, you know, take the dog, take the dog. I, have you even thought of that in this game? Because of what no. you mentioned with one really strong team and the rest of them just kind of hanging. No, but here's the thing. Liberty does need the game. Uh, they, they, need, they still need to win the conference tournament to make sure to get in. They're going to be a 12 or a 13 seed if they get into the dance, assuming they take care of business against the, again, there, there are no good teams left in this tournament, but look at Liberty really kind of messed around yesterday and beat a really horrible Kennesaw state team by only 10 and Stetson. The only thing is Stetson may not have a lot left in the tank. They beat Bellarmine who was the two seed yesterday in a game that was really tight the whole way through. Your squad Bellarmine. Yeah. My Bellarmine nights uh, coming up short, shy in the end. It was better that they won, that they lost outright as opposed to winning the game by one since <laughs> I was playing one in the hooky time. Very fair. Uh, but uh, look, I just don't know how much Stetson has in the tank, but Ethan, I have seen a lot. There are people that are smarter than me that, that are better, that are really good college basketball cappers that are on Stetson today. I don't understand it. I really don't get it. Because at ten, I would probably, I would probably lean Liberty, but I, I'm going to end up not betting this thing. Wow, what, what's going on with the ACC term, uh, tournament right now? I mean, well, the ACC favorite? tournament will start next week. Uh, one more day to regular season. We got to get our, we got to get our mediocre Tobacco Road showdown between Duke and uh, Carolina, uh, the second one, Barrett. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. th those two teams play tomorrow at uh, at the Dean Dome. Duke needs that game to have any shot of sneaking into the tournament after back-to-back -back overtime losses against uh, Louisville at, at Cameron and then in Atlanta earlier in the week against Georgia Tech. Uh, look, Florida State and Virginia battling it out for the one seed in that tournament. Florida State, I think, is a dark horse. I took a future on them earlier this week at 40-1. to one. Uh, I, I really like their guard play. Uh, Walker and Scotty Barnes are both really darn good. Uh, just a matter of uh, do they have enough defense in the end uh, to uh, make a big run? But Len Hamilton teams have made a habit of making the second weekend over the last few uh, tournaments, including that Elite Eight as a nine seed where they nearly took out Michigan uh, in that Elite Eight game uh, before the Wolverines beat them and then made the final before getting walloped by the Wildcats in that national championship game. Not K-State Wildcats, though. No, 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 no. <laughs> no the K-State the K-State Wildcats, uh, Barrett, they, uh, as we've mentioned plenty of times on this program, have just been a uh, disaster when being brought up in a betting purpose and really just a basketball purpose this year. No, football also. So I took a, a huge hit <laughs> in football also. That's true. It wasn't really a good year for your alma mater. No, not at all. Is there a, a badminton team or something we can bet on down there that maybe they're really good in? Oh, they, they do have a – I mean, they're rodeo guys, so they can go out there and rope steer and stuff. So if you oh, want to do Good. That. There yeah. you go. Rodeo guys <laughs> and your Rocky Mountain Oysters down in Kansas. 
I don't believe that you never tried it. No, I never tried it, man. I just can't get back. I mean, I, it's just an instant gag reaction to even looking at him. So, no, that's, that's why I found it so funny. That's what I found it was so funny, man. Uh, we got actually, to, uh, actually uh, Barrett, I found a successful team at uh at, at Kansas State. It's the Kansas State Collegiate Meat Judging Team, which is a thing. <laughs> that is a thing. I remember there was, when I went to Mizzou, there is a uh, – a uh, a meat judging team and for and through the Department of Animal Sciences. So there you go, Barrett. So There's like your winning team. Somebody's grilled steak, like the cut yes. the cook of a steak. Yes, they uh they 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 judge the uh they judge the cut of meat that is given to them. And uh, you have the marble just right now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Brisk, brisket, your brisket, your 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 steak. Yes, amazing, Ethan. That is the thing can, in the Midwest. You can get a degree in this. I uh, know it's, yeah. it's it's an it's a collegiate event. I know Oklahoma State is a powerhouse in it. Right. Why Come I know now. that? Hey, I, I, you cover ridiculous things when you're a college radio star student. Fair so. enough. I will right, we'll be back in three. Jeff's hanging with us. We'll remind you one more time before we get out of here about the great new rollout, the update uh, at Book It Sports. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. Hey, New Jersey, if you bet on sports, then you need PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. We're all using it to cash in this basketball season. Just head into your nearest casino, pick your favorite teams to win it all, and sell those tickets on PropSwap. They have thousands of buyers across the country, and you can sell too. And listing your ticket is always free. This is your newest side hustle. The average seller on PropSwap makes $500 every month. If you aren't selling on PropSwap, then you're missing out. Go to PropSwap.com today and click the sell button to learn more. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The, the, the middle. The middle. That's what I told you, but I got a hangover, man. So what is this hangover? Hard. Yeah, what's with this hangover? Right, what, what, what happened yesterday? Cheap vodka, bro. Cheap vodka, man. What? what, what? Well, I took yeah. pineapple vodka with the pineapples, and I used it for like a That's week too or much two. pineapple. Pineapple it, is and terrible. It was, too, it, was, it was so sweet that you would just, just keep on drinking, and I just kept on drinking it. And, you say you took pineapple vodka and then infused it into pineapples. Yes. I mean, there's there's sorority girls right now at Penn State that are <laughs> laughing at you, Barrett. He took pineapple vodka and infused it into pineapples. Oh, I my. thought it would be a better taste, and it was a better taste. It was a great taste. It just went down too fast. Went down way too fast, oh man. My. And next thing you know, man, next thing you know, three shades to the wind. See, watching got... Quayla Tifa. Oh, my this God. That's the line of the day. <laughs> the Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Mm, I dropped a... See, I, I 
I pushed Stetson up to 13. Okay. At minus two. And then I dropped St. Louis. It just shifted. So I, I, I dropped him at minus five to 200, but now I had to move him to minus five and a half at 200. I, I would like to get them below four, but it's it's not worth it. No. On that is not worth it. Uh, by, by the way, Barrett, with my uh, with, with saying give me six, I'm giving my guys at Drexel a little bit of do, even though they're not a, not technically a big five school. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. <laughs> you got to give them a little play, man. Got to give them a little, little, give them a little, yeah. uh, little credit. Yeah, I hear it all the time, man. All the time. <laughs> hey, I don't hate VCU either. Here we go. Why is it so low? Well, we're back. That's what it means. Okay. That means that we missed the hit. That means we missed the imaging. We're back. Jeff is going to hang with us for a minute or so. As we'll hit overtime, brought to you by, of all people, Book It Sports. You know that each and every day. I have one more play I'm going to throw in there. And we're going to get some hockey plays from Parles before we get out of here. Maybe two plays from Jeff before we all get out of here. Overtime, courtesy of Book It Sports, coming up next. Have a great weekend. If you're listening, we're back on Monday. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right, it's overtime each and every day, courtesy of Book It Sports. It's phillyvoice.com slash the middle Harry Mays is back on Monday from vacation. And yes, that's Jeff Parles back with us this week from Book It Sports. And let's just do that for the people that are joining us. I know a lot of times we get people that pop in for overtime because that's usually more of the local elements of our show, although Philadelphia is present throughout there was a huge announcement a really big day yesterday for the folks including yourself at book it sports and for all of those on the stream that partake in it to us here on the show and beyond we wanted to either remind people or inform people jeff of the great new rollout and update at book it yeah so uh i'll pull it up we'll do that stetson liberty game uh, we need to get stetson we need a hatter logo on the app i don't know why we don't have that yet. Uh, but uh <laughs> The whole new matchup tab is live. We've been waiting for this. Basically, all the, the numbers that you need to make your bet smartly, all on the Book It Sports app now. So go on down there, uh, the matchups between these teams, how they've done the last 10, uh, covering the spread and whatnot, all the injuries, all the stats you need to make a smart, educated play on whatever be- game you want to bet on the Book It Sports app now. And, of course, the discourse of uh, of people making fun of other people's bad plays or people tailing good plays or of course if uh for our ceo trent who had the best night of his life basically Maybe. last night the endless and seemingly never stopping just gloating on his good night last night so everything <laughs> I around too. There is, and one. Uh, <laughs> hey he was hot last night no uh, no doubt on that but uh get, go download the book at sports app today it's a it's a good old time yeah man it's almost like insider trading they give you everything you need to study for the test all you got to do is study it they give you everything man i mean it's it's, it's at a point now that you don't, you can get anything from Book It, man. Anything. Amazing, man. Plus, they'll Amazing. talk bad about you, too. Or well, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Like, yes. that's, that's what it should be, too. And and think about it. Like, 
you say something negative to somebody or, or forget negative. You joke. Like, let's yeah. say we're on Twitter and Jeff puts out something and I jokingly respond to Jeff on Twitter. There are going to be a hundred people that, oh, you're an idiot. You're an ass. Why are you doing that? Why are you so <laughs> you like, don't know. It's yeah. lost in translation. Yeah. You can't even rib anybody anymore on Twitter. But book oh, no. it. It's designed for that to where if you go on a really bad little run here, like Fade Parles example, <laughs> yeah. we, we birthed that on the show here, that hashtag as a result of it. And now the flip side is when Jeff goes on a run, he gets to turn around and stick it. No question. From no, I, to the stream. You know, it's uh, and by the way, Ethan, the hockey pick I gave you last night, we didn't even have to sweat. That under six and a half last night. Four. Beautiful play by an you. E an easy winner uh, with Vancouver and Toronto. But, yeah, no, it's – again, when we started that that hashtag fade piles, my record was really, really disastrous, <laughs> guys. And we have almost – this is how bad it gotten where I am, like, on this really nice stretch right now, and I've almost climbed the mountain back to just mediocrity right now <laughs> on my app record. Amazing, is that? Love it, man. Love it. <laughs> now, speaking of the ice, because you were great last night, the two that we talked about, the one that you gave live on the show, the late night, the under six and a half on the ice, but then also the Flyers, you've been hot. There, there's nobody that can say anything at all negative about what you've been doing on the ice. Other sports may be different, although I don't think they are right now with the runs that you're on. Can you give us a couple of plays to think about tonight on the ice? So here's what I'm going to tell you. If Malcolm Subban is playing in net tonight for the Blackhawks, lay the puck and a half with Tampa. Uh, there has been a stark difference between the goaltenders in Chicago. Kevin Lankinen has played at a Vesna level in net so far, which is shocking because in all honesty, Ethan, I didn't know who Kevin Lankinen was until about two months ago. Uh, but but he was, he's been absolutely spectacular. Rough third period last night for the Hawks. They did cover the puck line. I actually – took the puck and a half with Chicago last night, which is something I very rarely, very rarely do, but it was only minus 150. So we went ahead and uh, did that there. I don't know why my camera just fogged up. That was fun. But uh, <laughs> but uh, re regardless, I, I would look at, um, I, I would look at, at the, uh, at the lightning. If Subban is in net tonight, laying the puck and a half, uh, I see plus 130 right now. It's not a great price on a puck line, but that has the makings of a drubbing if Subban is in net, who has really struggled this year. And then the rest of the slate is kind of difficult. That Bruins-Washington uh, game, those teams played a dead under the other night uh, where, where Boston, I think, only had 15 shots on goal, which is just uh, incomprehensible wow. yeah. for that team uh, on offense. So. You would expect a little bit of regression to the mean, but six feels like a right total. Uh, the Boston minus 130 out here at the Westgate, I, I don't know if that's a good enough price on Boston. I would like a little less. Uh, so it might be a one-play night, guys. It may be just lay the puck and a half with Tampa, assuming Subban is in net. The only other lean that I'll give you is I would lean towards the over in Colorado and Anaheim at five and a half just because the Avs have found their offense Anaheim is bad. They are really bad. The only concern there, you get a beat down, get 4-1 and lose. But this feels like a night where Colorado is going to score. So we'll take over five and a half. That would be the only other one that I would lean to. But I like that lightning lane, the puck and a half, a lot better than that. I love it. I love it. All right, I'll leave you with this. 
NBA dunk contest. There are only three contestants. Go with the favorite, the kid who came from Dayton, the former player of the year, Obi Toppin, who's got hops through the roof. Now, the other two kids can dunk as well. But in a short field like this, there is such a risk of guys not making their dunks. I'm just going to go with the guy who's got the most hops. We saw that with Aaron Gordon, where he struggled at times. And if you can't make your dunks, you're not going to advance. It's a very volatile thing to bet. And great shout to the Penguin AZ for the two bucks. We appreciate you and everybody who making the contribution. So uh, I'm going to stick with the favorite. Still get plus money, but I'll stick with the favorite Obi Toppin for the dunk contest. I'm rolling Devin Booker three-point contest. He's been in the finals three of the last two of the last three years, including winning it three years ago. There is something about familiarity, Jeff, with the event and Barrett, as opposed to just being able to knock down the most threes like Steph or the best percentage of threes like Zach this year. And then finally, I'm going the, what did you call it, Barrett? The handout award for the skills <laughs> comp. Big men win the skills competition three of the last five years. I know everybody likes Julius Randle as a sexy outside shot in this thing, but I'm going to go Jokic because of the handout, because he ain't winning the MVP, and I think they're going to need, they're going to feel some need to give him some recognition if, in fact, he performs. So I think Jokic performs, he gets that award. Those are my three for the weekend. I'm not touching the game. I'm just going to give you those three in the skills cop, dunk, and three-pointer. Good to oh. go. Uh, by the way, Eton, for me, it's Anthony Simons. So I'm going against you there. I agree with you on Devin Booker. I, I think this is his time to win that uh, contest. It just, it's surprising he hasn't won already. And then the skills competition is really difficult. I would actually go with, I would actually go with Sabonis. I, I, that, that would be, the, that would be the route that I would go because you are right. The bigs win this, win this contest. A lot more than people realize, including last year, the long shot in Bam Adebayo won this thing. Look at that. <laughs> Jokic and the Avs. Parlay it. Hashtag Parl's Posse. What a way to end overtime. <laughs> right there on that note. All right. We're back on Monday. The Have a good weekend, Matt, fellas. Barrett Brooks, Ari Mays, Aton Shander. For Jeff Parles, at Jeff Parles, Book It Sports, at Book It HQ. We appreciate him for hanging with us. And, of course, Book It for providing overtime for you each and every day on phillyvoice.com. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you Monday. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.